The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend and is having a great hump day. Uh, we got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let's just say hello to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. What's up? I bet none of you out there have ever been tongue-kissed on television. Is that what that was? There you go. There you go. Is that what that was? <laughs> but wait a minute. Did you know that um, since that we're going to be talking about gay bars and stuff today, which is fun and exciting, I asked a lesbian once, I said, how do you really give good head to a woman that she's going to really enjoy it? Because I had a girlfriend at the time. You know, I had one of my breakdowns. Anyway, she said to me, well, you have to, can't be a, 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 a what would she say, a lollipop liquor that doesn't work. But what really works is to do this. You He's go got sideways. his tongue up and down sideways. Your, tie, your son goes tideways. 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 Yeah. Your son, your tongue. Your son goes tideways. Your son goes tideways. Do you love that? Your son. Your tongue goes sideways. Anyway, try doing it. It's an impossibility. This dyke must have had like a contorted tongue. Anyway, we also want to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Jimbo, Mr. Russell, how you doing? Hello, chat room. Absolutely, and we want to say hello to the chat room. What's up, chat room? I think Goddess is in there under a, a weird name, and uh, we got Irish Ginger, Dave Hughes from the UK. Hello, hello, Jimmy McCrary from the Aquarius View. Check out theaquariusview.com and follow him on Twitter at the Aquarius View. We've also got uh, Lady Lake Jen, Lady Lake Cindy from Lady Lake Music. Hello, everybody. We got a great show for you today. First, we've got actor, director, writer, producer. Uh, Britt George coming on, and he's in the new hit, Too Close to Home, the new new TV show that Tyler Perry has created. And we've got Eileen Shapiro uh, and, uh, talking all about her new little book, Precious Little Devils, and it should be a lot of fun. Who I think I may know. I have to find out. There you go. So there, there you go. go. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. I want so many things I want to talk about. So many I'm things. in pain, aches and pain. So is Jimmy. Our shoulders and back and legs are killing us. We have a very beautiful home, filled with paintings and antiques, and all kinds of goodies. Now this is a true story. I'm not making this up. An agent came with two people to look at our house. They loved the furniture and they loved everything, but they never said anything about the house. Now, I'm talking to the agent outside, and she said, well, maybe you're just a little too beautiful. It's a little too much. Why don't you thin it down? And I agreed with her. Then she said to me, you remind me so much of my uncle who I love. I said, oh, that's sweet. She said, yes, his house is just like yours, filled with antiques and paintings and statues. <laughs> and he lives there with his two poodles. 
Now, you know what she was saying, big old faggot. <laughs> you stupid old queen, get rid of half of that shit in your house and somebody <laughs> might buy it. So Jimmy and I worked like animals. We have a big storage, you know, warehouse, and we carried over huge coffee I tables. I mean, things that weigh like a table well, like that weighs like 800 pounds. No, only because all my furniture is from 100 years ago when they made oak furniture, you know, or Italian fruit wood, and that stuff's heavy. And we carried over a sofa because we had two sofas in the living room. It was a bit muchy. It looked like, you know, a whorehouse. So now we got rid of the sofa. We got rid of chairs. We got rid of tables. I'm packing all of my tchotchkes, all my bookcases that were filled with gorgeous books and statuary and vases and and your mother's ass and everything else. I mean, it was can just you, too much. Real quick, um, can you do the tongue thing again? Because some people missed it. They weren't logged into the TV yet. Okay, for you This people, is for Goddess. Oh, well, Goddess knows about the tongue thing. <laughs> She, she taught that when she was eight years old to her first boyfriend. Really? She said, honey, she watch this. To see it. Yeah, God has said to her little boyfriend at eight years old, honey, learn, do this. <laughs> there he goes. I can't even make my tongue turn that way. So there you go, God. That's because you're not a lesbian. I am. Okay. Also, I want to give a special, special shout out in the chat room. We've got Iris in the chat room. Iris, I don't know how he is. I don't know how to pronounce her because I know her from Twitter. And she's Hope2259 on Twitter coolest lady on the planet thank you so much for all your support and um uh we love you and so thanks so much iris and everybody follow hope 2259 on twitter yay 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 anyway getting back to before i was so rudely interrupted thanks, by the Cindy. man next to me uh we have two bibliotechs if you know what bibliotechs are they come from italy they're fruit wood they're very carved but not gaudy they're just elegantly carved but they're eight feet high and they're like four feet wide and they weigh a 1,000 pounds each. And Jimmy and I had to schlep them down the stairs to put them in the basement so that the living room would look bigger. Now, the living room looks big, but it looks ugly. It looks like it needs furniture, paintings, and tchotchkes. <laughs> so I'm not going to do anything to it because now when you walk in, you absolutely see the house. And the bay window with the windows that surround it is an all-woods view. We don't have any houses. We have only woods as far as the eye can see. So when you're in the house, it's quite beautiful because no matter where you look, you see forest, deer, you know, women being raped, all kinds of stuff like that. Not really. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make it juicy to wake you fools up. Anyway, what's going on in the world, Drew? I haven't heard from you in days. What's I happening? I don't know if he's in the chat room. Oh, Drew abandoned us. See, he was only good for three or four weeks. <laughs> Are you there, Drew? Drew? I don't think he's in there, but but say hi to everybody else. Just say, hey, chat room. Well, I'm getting there. I don't do hey, chat room. I talk to Chinzia. And a lady, what's a fate? Not Lady Lake. Um, goddess. Lady Lake, Goddess. Goddess. I like the picture you put on my Facebook. Very sexy with those big lips licking them like that. It was very seductive. So I wrote a nice comment. There you go. And you look good. We'll say hi to Lady Lake and Cindy and Lady, Lady Lake, Lake and Cindy, whoever they are. That they Cindy all have the and same, Jen. They all have the same name: Lady Lake, Cindy Lake, Mary Lake, no, Lulu Lake. it's Cindy yeah, and Jen. Lake Sebago, Lake Ontario. They all have the same lakes. <gasps> no. Finger Lakes. You know, I mean, that's a, to all the lakes out there. Who that's else? Right. Uh, we got uh, Dave. Oh, Dave, 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 Dave. I love Dave. Dave is very kind to me. And Irish Ginger. And Irish. How are you, Irish? Uh, so you guys she's really Jewish, but she's ashamed, so she calls herself Irish. So you can go to the Irish Ginger Show Monday, 3 p.m. on W4CY Radio. It'll be really cool. And um, also, which, how much time do we have? Oh, we have time. So we, we had a good weekend. 
First, we went and saw the Sharon Leah band at the Hard Rock Cafe in downtown Philly. And uh, she had a, she put on a great show. It was fun. I was Lady Lake wrote Lake Ontario laughing my ass off. Okay. And then, well, uh, let me tell you something about now. I love this girl. I mean, when I talk about what's her name, Sharon Leah. I'm, <laughs> I'm only teasing, teasing, teasing. No. When I talk about Sharon, I love Sharon. Sharon's going through some shit right now. That's a little scary. And she's a brave girl, and I love her to death. She had on a beautiful black sexy gown with her tits hanging out, and it was gorgeous. And on the bottom of her feet were combat boots, black flat combat boots that Dykes would wear if it was a World War III. <laughs> I said, Sharon, get those boots off. You look like a dyke in a gown, like a drag queen, anything. She said, no, it's in. It's not in. She's short. The, the boots made her shorter. I was having a breakdown. Jimmy had to come over to me and say, relax. You know, you're getting a bit much. So what does he do? So I went and got this he girl. He wanted pictures with her. I, yeah, and I got this girl that had on a pair of fuck me shoes. I mean, really hot, sexy, with a big strap around the ankle, spike heels, black suede. I mean, drop dead, bang me in the boot. Bang me in the backyard boots. Anyway. Shoes. Pimp, shoes. Pumps. Shoes. Pumps. So I said, what size are you? She said, seven and a half. I said, Sharon, what size are you? She said, seven and a half. I said to this total stranger, I need your shoes. <laughs> so she looked at me. She said, they won't fit you. I said, yes, they will. I'll squeeze my foot into a seven and a half. I said, give me those fucking shoes now <laughs> before you're dead. So she gave me the shoes and I gave them to Sharon. And I sat Sharon on a stool, lifted that dress almost to her yeehaw, and put it, you know, her legs were hanging out with the shoes. She looked fabulous with these big tits like a hanging. Goddess, goddess rock star. I mean, really, because, you know, she's got some set of jugs and the dress was so low with the high heels, the dress, the And you face. got a kiss. Everybody saw the picture where she kissed you. Oh, I love her anyway. And her face is so beautiful. And they all say that they can see you hijacking somebody else's shoes. Oh, a, total, a, total, a total stranger. Thanks, Cindy. A total stranger. But you know what turned out? She said after the evening was over, I love you. Here's my card. I want to hang out with you. You're wild. You're funny. And she's a young girl. What do you want to hang out with an old bag for? It was a lot of fun, you guys. A lot of fun. And her music was great. And, of course, there's one song that... Sharon Leah band does that I go nuts over and it's called I forgot but it's something one, addiction now yeah, I forgot uh, yeah well, uh, oh shit sinful addiction no 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 it's something addiction it is unbelievable it should absolutely win a Grammy or get recorded or they should do something with it so everybody can hear it uh if I, I we are not allowed to play it yet because it hasn't been released but the moment it's released it's something addiction though now I forgot strange addiction sick addiction sick addiction sick addiction thank you Jen Yes. <laughs> you know, it's my favorite song, and it was so sweet when Sharon introduced it. She said, I'm singing this for Ron Russell because he loves this song, and I thought that was very sweet. Absolutely. And yeah. anyway, Sick Addiction, get it. It is absolutely fabulous. And the new Sharon Leah album, Fairy Tales, is now out right. everywhere, so you can get it everywhere. Go to all your digital download sites right. or go to SharonLeahBand.com. They got a new guy on, on guitar who's sensational. His guitar does everything but blow you. It might even do that. It might do that, too. I don't know. It, his guitar, he can switch it and play piano on it. He can play banjo. He can play rubber band on, in a cigar box. He can play anything he wants on this thing. Uh, seriously, it's like an orchestra in his guitar. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you guys. We had a really good time. The hard rack is really nice. So yeah. everybody, We uh, had those hamburgers, the hard rock hamburgers. Eh. 
you know. Yeah, they I'm, weren't as good as I remember. No, being, I'm especially not. Especially for well, like $15 hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> I had my hamburger for the first time in Hard Rock was when it first opened up. I believe it was New York City. And uh, then I took Leslie and Deirdre. They were, Deirdre was like eight years old. Leslie was like whatever. And um, that's how many years ago it was. And the food was good. Now the food got eh. But the music was good. There you go. You got to love it. Yep. And I love Sharon Leah a lot. So it was a lot of fun, everybody. Check it all out. We'll have some videos for it one of these days soon. We took a lot of video footage. We haven't put it all together yet. And then... You know why? Because I've been too busy moving fucking furniture around so I could sell this dump. I mean, really, kids, I got to get rid of this house soon. I want to get to Palm Springs. Then after, 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 after we, we, we just lowered it $20,000. I think now lowering it 20000 it should sell. We're going to tell you about what we did on Saturday night, too, but we're going to wait because our first our guest is going to call in a second. I don't want it to get interrupted. So, you know, so the, the realtor said it's Labor Day weekend. Nothing happens till after Labor Day. I just think it's Pennsylvania that stinks. The people here are very fussy. In L.A., you buy a piece of shit for a million dollars with no windows, broken faucets. You know, you don't care. It's a bargain. But here in Pennsylvania, they want it like if the house is four years old. They want it to be brand new. Everything has to be like pissy, pissy like the people here. So I'm getting out of here. They're very pissy people. Except where we live anyway. Yes. You know what pissy people means? You know, fa -fa -fa -fa, very pissy, pissy people. No senses of humor. They all have, you know, frozen boxes. <laughs> frozen boxes yep. alright so real quick everybody um, let's do a quick little ad thing that you can hear the Jimmy Star show you guys every week first of all we love it when you tune in live on W4CY radio W4CY.com and join us in the chat room live and that way you also get to hear the fabulous Chad Murphy live oh yeah you can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, Spreaker, Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., and you can watch our show on and, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. And if we suddenly go dark, it's because Jimmy and I forgot to buy bulbs. We always have tons of bulbs because these very big studio bulbs don't last long. They burn like maybe for like five or ten hours. And we forgot. And they're like $10 a bulb. It's yeah, a ripoff. I don't care about the money, but we've been saying all week long we've got to go get bulbs. Yeah, we never did. We didn't get bulbs. So, so we may we be working out. in the dark. We're hoping not. Well, if we are working in the dark, I'm taking my pants down because nobody could see. And this way I could have the thrill of being naked on television without anybody seeing me. It's kind of like voyeurism. Interesting. Voyeurism. Voyeurism. <laughs> Wangism, it's called. It's showing Wangism. you the world. Everybody's doing it now. All the male uh. actors are accidentally getting their wangs photographed. I mean, really, yeah, accidentally. some of them shouldn't even bother. They should get a dildo, tape it on, and then get photographed. But some of them shouldn't even bother having it photographed because it's just, it's just not. There. I don't know if anybody went either to go see Don't Breathe. We were going to go last night, but we were tired from moving furniture, so we're going to go tomorrow, I think. But uh, it, it's saying it's one of the best horror movies, new horror movies of the last ten years. And of course, starring Stephen, Stephen Lang, is which a we've interviewed. He's a great guy. We love. I love Stephen Lang. Absolutely love him. He is the least homophobic man I have ever met. <laughs> 
You know, he knows how gay we are. He was hugging me. He was dancing with me on this on that when I interviewed him. He's a real trooper, a real straight guy that loves people and loves gay people, and he's fabulous. And anybody who's not watching Better Call Saul, you guys got to watch Better Call Saul. It's awesome. And our last week's guest, Patrick Fabian, is one of the fabulous. lead characters. In another that. friend of ours. Another, he's becoming a friend. Another great guy. And we want to yeah. thank everybody because we got between syndication and SoundCloud and iTunes and everybody, we got close to four million plays last week. Yeah. So thank you so much, everybody for like listening because uh, we love it and we're definitely going to have Patrick Fabian back because like oh, he's yeah. done such great oh, shit. He's going to be our friend. You know, for all the stupid idiots that are homophobic and say dreadful things about gay people and want to hurt us, there's also a lot of wonderful heterosexual people who love us and don't want to hurt us. Us. Especially like all you guys in the uh, in the yeah. chat room. So you know, it, I kind of thank God it kind of equals out. We're not exactly you know just Hitler's people. Okay, hold on. Okay, so now we got we got Mr. Britt George here. Can you hear us? I can. Oh, oh and we can hear you good. Good, terrific. <laughs> hey uh, fellas. Hey. We have to start the show. Now we have go, to start Jimmy. All... Go, go, all right, go. Here we go, everybody. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously super talented Mr. Britt George. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Before we get started, we got a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, chat room. Hey, there you guys are. Right, I see you. There you go. We got, we got a fun chat room. Everybody will be asking questions and doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, before we do that, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do? See, I'm, hey. the, I'm the young, handsome one <laughs> on the left. He's the old, I'm the old bag. Old, I'm the old man on the right. I married him for his money. <laughs> hey. Hey, good. why not? It's a good job. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Hold what? on, hold on. Now we got to introduce the man behind the oh, boards, Mr. Sorry. Chad Murphy. Sorry. Hey, Britt, welcome to the show. Hey, Chad. Good to have you, sir. Okay, now you can say now something. Now you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Where are you calling us from? But as you see, you can basically like say anything on here since we're on our own private yes. networks. We get to do whatever we want. But where are you actually calling us from? I'm in Toluca Lake. California. Oh, I love Toluca Lake. Did you know very good friends of mine live there? How would he Merrill, know that? He doesn't know well, you. He may <laughs> know, but he'll know this name, Meryl Davis. Beryl Davis, the singer. She sang with Frank Sinatra. Oh, He's young. I probably, I probably heard about it. I heard somebody around here has a house that Sinatra oh. uh, gave them um, some of their music or something. Yeah, Beryl Davis was Jane Russell's dearest friend in the world and my dear friend. And Beryl sang with Frank for years and years in the early 40s. She sang with Glenn Miller. She sang with everybody. Beryl Davis is a wonderful... She's passed now. She was 150. But uh, she lived in Toulouse, Toluca Lake, which gave me the opportunity to go. And I was amazed at Bob Hope's house. My God, it's a wall. Do you see the wall around that house? Yeah, it's for sale, too. Well, not not even ISIS could get into that house to kill him. <laughs> right. It was twenty three million. If we go in on it, we can get it for uh, thirteen million. I think it, you, you need a hundred people to keep it. Yeah, it's, it's like five it's acres. A world, it's a whole world, and it's right near the lake, Toluca Lake. You live in Toluca Lake. I don't like you anymore. I, I live on the fringes. <laughs> That's what everybody says. I'm, I, I'm not a I'm not a Burbank person, and I'm not. I lived in L.A. for 100 years. I'm not an L.A. person, but if I could live in Toluca Lake, I would certainly, certainly live in L.A. Everyone out there, everyone looking and listening, Toluca Lake is one of the most beautiful parts of old Los Angeles. 
quaint, charming, gorgeous 1920 buildings. Movie stars galore. Ava Gardner lived there. Bob Hope lived there. Frank Sinatra lived there. Beryl Davis lived there. Henry Fonda. I mean, you can, you can go on and on. James Every house. James Gardner. Jay, every house has to have a star in it. I mean, there's no houses left. Yeah. And look at you, Brett George. You're a star. Brett, I, go I, on. I don't want. Brit. I like Brett. No, I like Brett. No, I think Brit. Brit's the coolest name ever. What is like it, Brit or Brett? It's Brit. Thank you. Thank you. It's a it's a girl's name in uh, S Sweden, I think. Yeah, Brett Uglin. Brit, Brit. Yeah. Eklund. Eklund. Brit How did you get the name Brit? Did you? Is that short for something, or is it, it just Brit? I say I say it's short for Brittany, but uh, my my mom and dad visited great britain and and like brit they wanted to name me britain but they stuck with with brit no I'm glad I, they did. I think when you were born the doctor didn't have his glasses on when he looked and he said here here's your girl your daughter brit <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a, right, and, then, and then you got a little erection as a boy and you knocked his eye out <laughs> <laughs> he can't see anymore that's right, right fuck yeah, him that's anyway. right <laughs> So, everybody, Britt George, if you guys don't know anything about him, he's an actor, he's a writer, he's a director, he's a producer, and... And he's good-looking. He's good. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. We don't bring anybody on who's not good-looking. Yeah, we don't like uglies. <laughs> no, if you're ugly, you don't make it. We shut you out. We say, oh, my God, technical difficulties. Actually, what we do is we ask you not to Skype, and we just let you call in. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> and, and if you're trying to be straight and you have a lisp, we don't let you happen. <laughs> All right, so one thing I want to say, first of all, is congratulations. Oh, my dog. She loves uh, you. Uh, this is our dog, Brandy. And, uh, our rescue dog. Our rescue dog, Brandy. She's we have very insecure. She's only six months with us, and she loves us and won't leave us. You have a dog? Yeah, I do. What do you in got? The other room. What, do you, what do you got? Uh, in the other room, I have a – she's a rescue also. She's a uh, – You, uh, you Britt. Uh, uh, Habernese, but this, this dog, we just lost our dog of uh, 15 years, the apple of my eye. Yeah. If you can see that. Oh, oh Jimmy's going to kill himself. I, I lost my poodle lost from 17 like years old. Yeah, 17 years with this one, too. And we lost her in uh, last year. It was and like we last had year. to put our beautiful um, Scooby-Doo down. Mastiff. We had it a was bull a mastiff. bull mastiff, but gorgeous. A beautiful So mastiff. now we have a Brazilian mastiff and this little dog. Right. Wow. We're rescues. We rescued the Brazilian from Florida. mastiff wants to kill everybody. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's kill a dog. It's a sad thing. She's fine with us, but if you came to our house, she'd kill you. Really? I thought they were gentle giants. No, Brazilians are fighter dogs. For his, from history, they fight other dogs. And we got her in Florida where they were going to put her down because she was taught to fight other dogs. So oh, now wow. we're sort of socializing her. And she almost killed a little baby here. She had her head in her mouth. We had to pull the mouth open. We have scars from it yet. Anyway... Oh. He's as gentle as could be. But he was, thinks he's like a lap dog. He'll sit like on your he wants to sit on your yeah, lap like he's a little Shazam. dog. He makes out with you. He's great. But he's learning <laughs> now. No, he's learning now to be uh, civilized. If you go honest. out, like if we saw you and we were two blocks away from the house, he wouldn't like you, but he wouldn't try to kill you or bark. No, or he anything. would ignore it's you. It's only when you come to the house. <laughs> you ring our door. Protector. Yeah, yeah, nobody will ever break it. You ring our doorbell, your legs are gone. He's wow. and he, when he stands up, he's six feet tall. Um, wow. So, so we're, we're, we're working with them. Another, yeah, we're working. It says two years to work with them before you can socialize them. One of my neighbors I saw yesterday, I was on a run, and they have two mastiffs in their yard. Um, it's, it's a gated yard, and the sign in front of their house says, if you want to find out if there's life after death, jump this fence. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to take a picture, but I was afraid. I'm looking. I'm like, I, I don't want a chance. I'm done. 
you and your phone. You would like love it. Yeah, that's what we need too. We need it on the front door. So anyway, so I was, wait, I gotta find more more up. And you could do the theatrical stuff. You know how I hate the theatrical stuff because it bores the <laughs> shit out of me. I couldn't care less what movies he did. I want to see the movies he did. Talking about them doesn't do anything because we could say, "Oh, you were fabulous in Forever Amber," but I never saw it. You know, I want to see the movies of him and say, "Okay, you did this good. You were great at that." I'll say, "Go ahead," because I want to talk anyway, about stuff. Anyway, you married? I am. <laughs> So gorgeous. She's yes, stunning. They say she looks like uh, uh, young Heather Locklear. Oh, wow, Heather! I knew Heather. I I knew Heather. The husband, the rock and roll guy. What was his name? Heather. Heather. She's Right. Went up in Westlake. We we lived up in Westlake for a while. They lived up there, and we used to have lunch down at the lake. And she's Heather was without makeup. Am I thinking of the right one? The blonde from Dynasty. Yeah. No, not. Was no, that's Heather Thomas, maybe. I don't know. I get them confused. Blonde. She was in Melrose Place. Right. <laughs> she was married to the... To the she was uh, definitely married to Richie Sambora. The, the orchestra, the rock and roll Yeah, guy. from Bon Jovi. Yeah, Heather, yeah that, she's a very nice girl. Yeah. And no, gorgeous. She's, she's, she's two books home now. So wait oh, a minute. Oh, cool. Did, did, did you have oh. money when your wife met you? Oh, my gosh. I was broke. So she didn't marry you for your money, then? She didn't marry me for my money. Just at the time, I was a young, strapping... Stud, so <laughs> she married you for the Lo- Loango. Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I don't know. I just got lucky, I guess. Sure, you did. Well, you're handsome and you're nice. So what? I think she got a bargain too. She ain't complaining, right? How long yeah. you married? Almost uh, seventeen years. Oh fuck! Come on, you got a good yeah. Hollywood. That's like ten lifetimes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What? What's her name? What's her stage name? Uh, my wife. Yeah. Uh, she's not an actress. Oh, she's not an actress? Okay. That's why they're married 17 uh, no, years. I thought you said she yeah, was exactly. in, I thought you said she was in Too Close to Home. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Heather Locklear is on Too Close to oh, Home. Oh, okay. Yeah, Heather Locklear. <laughs> now, 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 what if, now, what if you were doing a movie with Angelina Jolie and she was single and flirting with you? What would you do? <laughs> I'd probably be kicked off the set from flirting with her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Angelina Jolie. She was on uh, TMZ, I guess, the other day on the corner from where I live. Uh, they were selling this gigantic teddy bear, and I was driving by and I saw these kids out there pedaling this thing. And the next day on TMZ, uh, Angelina pulled over and bought it. Well, you know, and, uh, she's like had I known, I would have been out there and she's like with her, the sure. daughter. She grew up in my house. We lived on on Spalding, and she lived on Roxbury around the corner. And my daughter Deirdre and her were good friends in school and grew up together. So Angie, I saw her develop. You know, she was a skinny little beautiful girl with big eyes and big lips. Then she became a teenager with a set of knockers and and lips and the body of death. My daughter was still a string bean like a broom. And oh. Angie. <laughs> well, we had just moved back to California from New York, and Angie came to the house to see Deirdre. And I looked. I said, Angie Voigt, what the hell had happened to you? She said, what do you mean? I said, are all those things real, or are you padding? She said, no, and stop it. All the boys are making comments on it. I said, really? Shocking. <laughs> I'm so surprised the boys are commenting on those knockers. Gorgeous young teenage girl. I ran into her a couple of years ago in the drugstore in Beverly Hills, you know, the one I'm talking about, and she was with Billy Bob, and I walked up to her, and I said, Angie Voigt, my darling, how are you? And she looked, she said, oh, my God, how are you? And she's sweet. I love her. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never met her, but she's a very she's talented dumb. actress. She's First dumb. thing I saw her in was a movie called uh, Gia. She played oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. 
quite an actress. Apple didn't fall far from that tree. Yeah, to look like that and be that talented. And and to be a sensitive, she's a very she's a little weird, but she's very sensitive, mm-hmm. and she's very caring. If you if you walked up to her and said you hurt your finger this morning, you know, getting it caught in the refrigerator door, she would actually like grab your finger and like, say, "Oh, I'm going to hold it or kiss it or something." Now, if you said to her, "Accidentally, my wife poked me in the face with, with her elbow," she start to kiss you around the mouth. <laughs> you know. So that's the pickup line for the guys out there that want to. No, Angelina. Say, Angie, I got hit in the mouth. Look, see my lip, and she'll put her. Mm, let me kiss it. <laughs> then you grab her by the knockers and you start to make out with her, and there you go. You have a good time, boy. <laughs> by the knockers. <laughs> have you ever heard that word in years? Knockers. I know, I love it. Heard from my basically, day back in the fifties. Basically, uh, Ron used to have a TV show in, in L.A. called "Set the Record Straight," where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. And all of them. So basically, like he he's friends and knows like all the like everybody, the legendy like Jane Russell, yeah. Tab Hunter kind of people. Jane and, Russell was my best friend. We hung out. And together. I kind of like know the forty. To, a lot That's of why people. my name is Russell. Yeah, I, wait, shut the fuck up! I got to explain to him. That's why my name is Russell. I took it from my Janie Pooh. I love my Jane. And and I'm a lot. Of, I'm friends with like a lot of cool Hollywood people, like in the thirty five to 60 year old like range so we basically we have all the ages covered except for like the teeny boppers so you never see like teeny bopper you know if we could get miley cyrus on here i'd have i her love on in a miley second. I, <laughs> do you love miley cyrus what was the question do i know her do you love her i'm 150 oh. and i love her i i yeah when i heard the wrecking ball song fantastic i like it not even the fact that she was in her bloomers flying across the room. That didn't get me. But the New Year's Eve, when she was at Two the top ago. of New York City r- dropping the ball, and she was in that white ermine coat down to the floor with that evening gown, she looked like a 1945 movie celebrity star. Yeah. She didn't look like a stupid kid punk. She looked like an elegant, gorgeous... Oh, God, I said, Jimmy, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, yeah I like that. I like that type of... of- Miley, I thought that. that was I like that. Miley well, look too. at the the chick with the meat hanging from her. What's Lady her name? Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> the chick with the meat. <laughs> she she's a class act now. She's a friggin' opera singer. She yes. dressed gorgeous. She's very mm-hmm. 1940 retro, and mm-hmm. she's like a movie star. And now she's gonna be in *A Star Is Born*. Yeah. Oh These, really? Yeah, she's gonna be in *The Stars*. We heard that she was gonna be Barbara Streisand in the remake of *Gypsy*. Cause Barbara's doing *Gypsy*, but it's not her. I bet you it's gonna be Miley. Miley will play uh, Gypsy. But anyway, all right, so we're going to go to you now. Here's yes, what we're now it's do. all about you. All right, so first See, of all. Wait, hang on a minute. I have to give my fans more than the usual bullshit that everybody gives on the show. Like, this is my email, this is my this, this is my well, that. We're not going to give your email, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, okay, so first of all, I want to say congratulations. Big congratulations, because when you go on Twitter, you see all the hashtags. I don't know what you, I. I don't know what what night too close to home is it on Monday night like it must be. Yeah, it's on Monday night on uh, TLC. Because I had all kinds of like in my tw- in my Twitter feed all kinds of stuff. So number one, congratulations on like landing that because anything that Tyler Perry touches basically turns to gold. And the fact that you have a regular role on a Tyler Perry show is awesome. And I've never met him, but I have a lot of friends who've worked with him, love, and they say he's awesome. Love, love. Is that he's the one? Medea. Medea, I love him. He has a new show. Oh, how I he love has a new him. Show that he, he wrote and directed. It's called Clue. It's too, too close to home. And, and he's one of the, in it? And he's one of the stars. Oh, I want to watch him. I want to see his work. <laughs> yeah, so, it's on uh, Monday nights, and then they rerun it. I guess that? on the own network on Tuesdays. Okay. What channel? But it's awesome, and he's awesome. Tyler's an amazing oh. guy. 
I'm watching. What time, what time is it on on Monday nights? It's like 10 or something, right? Uh, 9 o'clock in Los Angeles. So probably, I, I should know that. I think it's probably 9 back east as well. And, uh, and they're rerunning it. On TLC, I believe it comes on after Say Yes to the Dress. And it's the network's first... Um, regular series, scripted series. Yeah, that's not like a now, reality show. Are you first, second, third lead? What's your position? I, I'm actually a recurring guest star on it. So okay. I'm in they did eight episodes, and I've got four of them. Good. good. I, I love Medea. When he, he plays Tony. Medea, I pee myself. She's the funniest bitch in the world. You're like the guy. I, I gotta tell you, when you meet Tyler in person, he's a he's a dude. He's a man. He's like a quarterback for oh, for yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers or something. And I'm thinking about you're Medea. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, he's a talented guy. You still could be butch and gay. Look at Rock Hudson. Rock yeah. was as gay as they came. She was a big bottom girl, and it was Rock Hudson, the butch guy. So, you know, you never know who a fairy is. So how is the show so far for you? Because you've got, you got, you got four episodes. Uh, everybody's talking about the show a lot, and it's, you know, it's not on a major network, but it looks like eventually it's probably going to go to one. What's it called again? Tell everybody. Called too Close, Close to Home. I think they're still averaging about $2 million viewers an episode and um i'll actually pop up in next week's episode it's going to be my first episode watch and um so they're running all the uh, previews for that but yeah tyler um the the show's great anything he touches people want to watch that guy has such an amazing loyal fan base talented anyway our show goes out to two and a half over two and a half million people nice Both no, I'm not bullshitting, so we'll probably get your ratings up a lot. Hopefully, we can get a lot of people tuning yeah. in. Everybody, you Everybody tune out there, you have to, to watch home. it for us. Otherwise, you can't come on our show That's anymore. That's right. you got to like watch it. you'll miss everything. And you want to support Britt George because he's like, first of all, you have a really cool career because like, I was looking through your IMDb and how you started out where you like your IMDb kind of like looked like mine at the beginning where it's basically like extra shit at the very beginning and then yeah, uh, soldier number eight. Yeah, Soldier Number Eight, which that's how mine looks on most of mine, but I don't care. And then it goes up and up and up, and and now you're like really getting some really cool shit. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to start getting some names, you know, so just to name. They have a way of introducing you on IMBD differently. Mine says Ron Russell, the greatest actor that ever was, the most handsomest man in the world, and the <laughs> most in demand who keeps turning down major roles by great producers and directors. <laughs> nice. In my bio, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> he's, untou he's untouchable. Untouchable. And, and you can't get him anymore. I have he to say wake up for anything less than a million bucks. I, he, I, I he haven't was on McMillan. And I haven't seen those. Some one of like, extra, these things. One, that I, one episode extra. <laughs> I think that I would like some of these things, and I haven't seen some of them, but I know that one thing that you have a role in, because two weeks, that three, the way I found you actually uh, on Twitter to invite you on the show was through. Uh, when we had Chad Michael Collins on the show, and so you guys both did a movie, Rock Barnes, The Emperor, and You, which looks hilarious, and hopefully we're going to see that one day uh, yeah. hit the light of day. Uh, but that's kind of how you and I met on Twitter in the first place is through that. And um, uh, so that hasn't come out yet, right? That's not it, coming out. It hasn't. Um, we're, you know, to make a movie is a feat, and then to get it distributed is another thing. But if, if you went on to IMDb, the trailer's up there. And what, what we're kind of doing, we're in this strange holding pattern. The star of our movie is one of the stars of the uh, Super Troopers movie, and they're making the sequel right now. These guys just raised almost $5 million. We've actually had uh, several times. Wait, who's the, the chubbier guy? Uh, um, F, F, 
Heffernan and Steve Lemmy have both been on the show like two or three times. Yeah, those guys are hilarious. They do stand-up comedy as well. And They're well, hilarious. They invited – I went to see them do stand-up in Miami, and they were hilarious. Oh, cool. Yeah, really talented guys, all five of them. Could you do me a very big favor? Sure. Promise me. When you see Tyler, tell yeah. him to come on this show that I love him, and I will <laughs> give him the best interview in the world. Tell him to come on, to contact his people, to contact our people, and we'll set it up. I would love, love, love to have Tyler on. He's such a genius. And he a is. Guy. And I would love to. If he came on this show, he'd leave, like, floating. He would think he's really something big. He is something big. <laughs> but but I'd, make, I'd make him feel it. Most, most actors, I have news for you, who are very big, don't think they are. They're so insecure. Glenn Ford. Do you know who Glenn Ford was? I, I do. Glenn Ford. I've heard the name. Well, major actor, made over 130 films, insecure like you couldn't believe. He'd have to do a bottle of doers before he could do any work. Nice. Joan Crawford, you know who she is? Sure. Insecure, would shake, tremble, have to have vodka for days before she went on the set. Live, she, she did Johnny Carson's show, she almost passed out. Terrified uh. of the audience, terrified of lie, live, yet put her in front of a camera. Perfect. So most actors are, are you insecure? Probably, as I bite my nails. <laughs> so now, I, I enjoy it. I come from the theater. Uh, it's, it's different when you break the fourth wall, you know? So, like, like, I have a lot of respect for stand-up comedians. I don't think I'd, you know, I'd, I'd probably pass out if I did that or have to get pretty uh -huh. drunk on a bottle no, of I, I, 60 years I was a stand-up. I played all over. Not at all. I would go out there, sit on the edge of the stage, talk to everybody like they were my best friend. Like I do now. I, I haven't changed my act at all, except I was dirtier. But um, it, it's so easy. People are wonderful. You know, once there was a woman who wasn't cackling me. She wasn't really nice. She was a blonde. And I walked over to her and I said, you know, I was a blonde once. And she looked at me sarcastically. I said, and my hair all broke off. Look just like yours. That's why it reminded me of when I was a blonde. <laughs> and then I went back on the stage. Well, she sat there with a with a face that was red and embarrassed. She never said another fucking word. Oh boy. Not to play with me. Well, you don't do that. You don't insult an actor, comedian. You know that. Would yeah, you especially like especially when they're on stage? That's that's where the power is. Power of the mic. I mean, would you like it if you're making a movie and I'm standing in the wings going, get that fucking lousy crappy actor off? What is he doing there? Ugh. How would you feel? I yeah. I want to move forward with this. All right, so, okay, so now you have because you have a lot of different cool credits, and I don't know what Cryptid the Swamp Beast is. I'd like to see it, and I don't know exactly what Burning Hollywood, but Wait, it said after swamp, you, hang on, after after you were on uh, Good Morning America promoting that, though things took off for you. So uh, is what it says on IMDb. I don't know if that's like real or not. Yeah, uh, yeah, it kind of is. You know what happened? Um, the way I got into producing, I moved to Los Angeles to be an actor, and uh, my partner and I were doing all kinds of odd jobs, you know, handyman work, personal trainer, delivering food, whatever, uh, to try to, you know, in between auditions. And this is back in like 2007. I said, you know, I had this idea. I was, I was pissed off. I was thinking about, you know, Eddie Murphy and Hugh Grant, these guys that did stupid things in Hollywood, and then they got a lot of attention for it. Yeah, so I said, what if we go burn down the damn Hollywood sign? We just catch it on fire. Imagine what would happen. You know, everybody would be like, who are these guys? And I was joking about it, but I wrote a series around uh, two guys that were going to eventually work their way into burning down the Hollywood sign, and it was going to catapult their careers. 
so that was uh, that was the web series we did. It was one of the first SAG web series of, of all the web series at that time. And we did it. And <laughs> one of the episodes we did got a lot of attention um, because uh, we, we did an episode. But at the same time, my partner on that was watching Good Morning America and um, who was Diane Sawyer said, I challenge any man to wear pantyhose to work for a day. It's not easy. Light bulb went off. He and I, we put on pantyhose and we uh, we did handyman work. We're doing our roofing work and, you know, comparing was, notes about how they felt. Did you? Does everybody did anybody whistle? whistle at you? Any guys go, you know, in hindsight, I swear to you, I regret that we didn't work that in there and get a cat call because that would have been awesome. <laughs> That's why you need a team of people around you because that's a, that would have been a great note. We we didn't do that, but we we put together a nice little two minute video, sent it to Good Morning America. They were on the phone with us th the next day and brought us in to who interviewed you, know, you on GMC? GMA. GMA. Who interviewed you? Uh, Diane Sawyer and Robin Roberts. Oh, so Lara Spencer wasn't there yet. Yeah, she wasn't in there. Dr. Oz was in the holding area with us, and they had a tray of donuts, and I have a sweet tooth, but I felt too bad to eat them because he was sitting there watching. I was so, all self-conscious. So what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he probably wasn't eating them. That's he funny. probably eats more crap in the, in the, in the sneak. <laughs> He's a closet junk eater for sure. Yeah. Then recently, He's fruit in front of us. <laughs> recent, sometime recently, because I love the poster for it, you were in the uh, ACX TV version of Elvis Lives, which I love the poster for it. That is a cool poster. That is and a cool, a poster. very cool poster. And you played Red West, who I guess is like Elvis's friend. Yeah, it's 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 his real life. Uh, it was his first bodyguard. They went to high school together, and uh, I guess he bailed Elvis out of a real fight at one one point. And um, so funny. I'm aware of who Red West is because I have one of my neighbors was friends with him and and uh, had dinner with uh, my neighbor who's a director and a guy named Robert Conrad from Baba Black Sheep. Everybody knows Robert Conrad. Yeah, and he was telling all these Red West stories. So when I got the audition for this, I when I got the job, I wanted to call them and see if I could get in touch with Red to find out, you know, how can I play the role and honor you. And then when I did my IMDb search, I saw that Red has an a son who's also an actor and about my age and looks more like red than me. So I didn't want to tip off that there was a job <laughs> there that I could lose. So, uh, so I just found my own way in, but it was done by the same guys that did Sharknado. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. So it's got some campiness in it and that's, oh, it's so I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh no, you gotta love it. So, so no, we, yeah, we love, I love Sharknado and we've had some of the, we had a Mark McGrath story on. about Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra told, uh, a friend of mine, and if I could remember the, fr oh, who he was dating Lainey Kazan. I think it was late. One of, anyway, one of them told me the story. Frank was going on the Johnny Carson show or one of those shows. Frank loves grapes. Frank ate a whole slew of grapes. They had to hold the show because Frank was in the Frank was in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the grapes went right through him. Frank wow. Sinatra, the legend star, is in the toilet. Excuse me, folks. He can't come on the show yet. He ate grapes. Anyway, but when that story was told to me, it was told to me in volume, and it was hilarious. Who told me that story, Ron? Why don't you remember? Somebody. Anyway. I can't, maybe Jane Russell, because she worked with Frank a lot. So, okay, so, okay, so, then you go to, because now, because you have, you have so many, you have a lot of, like, cool credits, and one thing I like about your IMDb is you're, like, number one or two on IMDb, like, in, except for, except for in Too Close to Home, you're either number one or number two on, like, every, 
you know how they list like the most important cast members at the beginning, and you're like number one or number two on almost everything, except for when you were an extra, which that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. There's and, some, and you were in Troop. You know what? Hold oh, it yeah. right before True I beat book. the shit out of the both of you. Uh-huh. Extras are the most important people in a film, and I defend them and I fight for them. I know. Because if you don't have an extra, you have nothing. Your film is empty. You don't have people walking. You don't have people dying. You don't have people zombies. You have nothing. I know, but you so have extras background must, artists. Background extra, artists, we extras, call them nowadays. No, years ago we called them atmosphere. Um, <laughs> that was a nice word. They were atmosphere. But extras, Actually, all of you nice extras word. out there, I love you all. What do you mean? That's all I have on my credits. Well, <laughs> Show. Don't you agree, Britt? I a hundred percent. Extras are so important; they're not nothing. When people I'm say, not saying "Oh not no," nothing. a lot of actors say, "Well, I was only an extra." I yell at them. I say, "Only if you weren't getting blown up, what would we have blowing up? How can we say? <laughs> how can we say that man over there blew up if you're not blowing up?" But you don't get the big paychecks until you get a move past the extras. But you're important, <laughs> right? You know, I got my SAG card because I was doing an extra job on a German television series, and they up they actually came over and held an audition with like five of us guys, and and they went down the line. And I got to see how every guy said a line before they got to me, and I just you know committed a little bit more. And they said, "You come with me." Next thing you know, I was a guest star in this German TV show. It was like the equivalent of their nine hundred two one zero at the time. That's awesome, and it was a great payday, and I. Got into SAG because of it. And How come so SAG if you're foreign? If you're doing a foreign film, I didn't know SAG would take you in. Yeah, well, they were shooting in Florida. So <laughs> the show was called The Florida Lady. Was Lance Henriksen in that show? I, I don't think so. Okay. I think it was a bunch of German guys and me. I, I got my SAG qualifications for being on like a foreign TV right. show also, but but I never like paid for it because I lived in Florida and you don't need Do you know SAG how much SAG there. is now to join? Thirty-six. I, I don't. Wow! Wow! Used to, when I joined, it was like six. Or I don't make like enough. I don't make enough money on films to pay the thirty-six hundred dollars. I joined SAG while Rudolph Valentino was shooting Son of the Sheik. Wow. <laughs> oh, I paid like twelve hundred. So yeah, thirty-six hundred. Goodness. Six or seven. So you've got a okay. So let's move forward. Okay. Thirty-six hundred. So, oh wait, yeah. two, two. I, I want to say just how was working on True Blood. I've actually met Sam, the guy who played Sam. I forgot his name. Is his, his Tremel? I think Tremel. Yeah. yeah, and um, uh, and the guy who uh, the 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 cook, the chef, the cook guy, the black. Oh guy. yeah, I can't think of his name, but those guys are great actors. Yeah, they were like great. So just how was it being on like because that's such an iconic show, and although you were only on one episode, like did you get to meet a lot of them and stuff? Was it cool? Um, you know, I, I worked with uh, Rob Kaczynski, played my son on the show, so that was really cool. I mean, he's only 10 years younger than me, but um, but it was cool because, you know, he's went on to a nice career and had some of his own series. Since then, he, he had, before that, he had done uh, Pacific Rim. So, um, But I didn't, I didn't get to meet the whole cast, but I got to hear about them, and, and I, I just love this show. I was a fan of it, so yeah. getting to work on it was really cool. And you could have fathered a son at 10. Yeah. yeah. Well, all you would have to do Why is put a little gray on your temples, and you could, like, you know, be a, old enough to be his father. Well, especially in this particular part. Well, I, at the time, I had long hair. And um, so, you know, I had to wear my hair down and wear a badger across my chest and a skirt. And it took place in, like, 1400 AD or something. And um, I always wanted to play a werewolf, you know, on True Blood. I thought that'd be so cool. But I was cast as a fairy, you know. You know, the. the the, the fairies have the power. Yeah. Family, I'm so happy. Oh, 
Oh, he doesn't mean fairy like that. Oh, that that kind of fairy? Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> Arthur Conan. Was, uh, he was a fairy slash vampire, I believe. Oh, I on you meant like our fairy. We had we had well, my um, fairy friend. We had Chris. I think her name's Christine Anna Powell, who was a fairy on True Blood. Also, has oh, a yeah. restaurant. LA. Yeah, we had her right. on the show. She, she was, was fabulous. Fairy. She has a restaurant, I think, in L.A., which is really cool. Yes, where we're supposed to go and have free desserts because the desserts are supposed to be outrageous. But we don't know where the restaurant is, do you? No, but I'm I, saying, I, tell me where it is. I'll go. I'll call Dr. Oz. I'll tweet them and say, hey. <laughs> oh, no. She and her whoever, her boyfriend, husband. husband, was it? Supposed to have, like, the most famous desserts in all of L.A. in her restaurant. It's, like, outrageously delicious, gorgeous we're, desserts. We're moving to Palm Springs soon, and when yeah. we move, then we'll be able to go to L.A., and so then we do that. Like, I have I'm, a database I'm gonna of every I'm going to go in. I'm going to sample some of her, like, 20 or 30 of her pastries. <laughs> Have, have a sugar overdose and die. No. And then and then report on it the next week and say she's full of shit that pastries are nothing or the pastries are fabulous. Because I am famous for not blowing smoke up anyone's ass and I tell the truth. If he, you don't like it, drop dead. I'm old. I'm 76 years old at this age. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, uh, you can. I think pre people appreciate the truth a heck of a lot more. Absolutely, but I think her her cookies and her, her cookies, her pie will be delicious. It'll be. <laughs> 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 All right, now you got a, you've got a new thing that you're producing, and I think you're a star, starring goddess in a book. like that. It's, goddess love I know. that. It's, hey, goddess. It's called it's called Heels. You're Heels. Adopted brothers moonlighting on local wrestling circuit to save families restaurant, but it looks like you guys are in drag in the picture. Yeah, we are. You know, Heels is my baby. Yeah. Um, heels, uh, we're, we're in drag because in wrestling, a heel is the bad guy, right? You've got the, the good guys, they call them the faces. The bad guys are, are the heels. They come in and they tick everybody off. Well, when we were scouting for this movie to shoot the original, uh, script, we went into a wrestling school and we met some lady that started telling us how some people that do, wrestle, they do something called fetish matches. And I said, well, tell us about fetish matches. And, you know, people from all over the world will pay these guys a lot of money to do these weird little videos. Um, you know, girl and girl, guy and guy, baby oil, whatever. Oh, listen, how do I get in touch? Wait a minute. I want to get in touch with yeah. these people. Let them finish. So just, I think just Google it because I didn't do too much research on that. But when she said it, my uh, partner on that, Ryan and I, he, he's a great writer and he incorporated that into the script. And what, what that is... Um, in, in the movie, these these brothers they were adopted by two gay men, and one of them has recently passed away and raised this whole family in in a restaurant, teaching them good responsibilities and and stuff like that. And they're they're these guys are kind of chefs, but they're wrestling because they're physical, active, athletic guys to make enough money that they can buy back all the restaurant equipment so they, they can get the restaurant up and running again and the uh, get their younger siblings, give them you know a sense of purpose and stuff like that. And then this opportunity comes up for them to do some fetish matches, which was like over their dead body. Good script. Sounds, sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah the, tr uh, the trailer, I think, I think I have the trailer up on Twitter, but yeah, it's getting some really good attention. We're going to... Uh, we actually just got word that we're going to premiere that in Orlando, which is my hometown. That's uh, good. I'm from Florida. Are you? What part? Um, I, I grew up in West Palm Beach. I went to uh, elementary school in West Palm Beach. I went to junior high school on Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville, college in Gainesville. Nice. And when You're I graduated, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a native. I, we moved to Pennsylvania f almost four years ago, but I lived my first 48 years totally as, an, as a Floridian. I'm from the only city in the world, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn New York. <laughs> I, I think I see it right behind you there. Yeah, right. yeah. Now, behind, now behind. listen. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I got to shut up, Jimmy. You keep making me not. I'm old. I don't remember shit. I got to do it fast. <laughs> oh, I forget. Now, as a man, your face is handsome and it's rugged and it's butch. As a broad, you have to be a fucking ugly broad. Oh, yeah, I'm very ugly, bro. You have to be I an mean, ugly Just look at the movie poster. Uh, is there that, a website to go that to? That face could never transfer wait, into wait, a pretty wait, woman. Wait, is there a website to go to see the... So the movie is completed. Uh, the movie's complete, yeah. The Orlando Film Festival just uh, gave us the word that we're going to premiere there. We're still waiting for a time slot and all that. But um, it, I, I wanted to premiere it in Orlando, East Coast, because that's, that's where I'm from. So that's huge for us. And, um, and yeah... All because of ISIS and Orlando, this is a good help for, for, for what you're doing is great for the gay families in, in uh, Orlando. I love what you're doing. I think so. And I think the way that we, the, you know, the way that we depict this, the movie's, you know, a lighthearted comedy. But the, uh, the way that we depict this, you know, we have two real men, you know, you know, portraying our dad, the great. I don't know if you know who Richard really is, but he's an amazing character actor and he plays our dad in it. And, uh, you know, the way that we wanted to depict his character as, you know, straight up macho man's man. And I, I think we did a really good job with that. So we need to get eyes on it. We need we need to get, you know, the community to come in and see it and, and hopefully back us on the word out to the gay world. Yeah, if you, like if you if you send me some information, yeah. of, like I'll help promote it on Twitter and stuff, yeah. too, because I got a million followers. You know, the so. gay families yeah. all stick together. If it's something that doesn't show us being slit up and killed shot. If it's something that portrays us as we are, intelligent, wonderful, loving people, then we're more than happy to promote it. But if you're going to show us as, as degenerates or, or children molesters, no, we don't want that. Yes. <laughs> that's not true. Did you know the statistics are there are more heterosexual men that are children molesters than gay men? Did you know that? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, it's true, Jimmy. No, I know that's true. I know it's true. Yeah, I, just, I just had never thought of it, but yeah, it makes sense. I think there's some really guys rape little boys and okay, little well, girls. Not, I don't really talk about that, though. Well, you have to say life, darling. It's I know, but it's not life. really like, it doesn't really go with the well, whole life. Well, it's like you're growing old and getting ugly. I am getting that's old and ugly. Life. I can't you help have it. to discuss so, it. So, is there a website for Heels or no? Like, uh, No, we have a Facebook page and a Twitter page, at Heels Movie, and then uh, it's at Heels Movie also on Facebook. All right, now, everybody, check out, follow at Heels Movie on Twitter, and also uh, like the Facebook page, Heels Movie. It looks like a really great film. And But we did not discuss what the film is really, the title doesn't connect yet. You're in high heels while you're having a wrestling match. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. our characters in life, we feel like we were, the, the lead characters always felt like they were sort of the underdogs. Um, they, they were, life has kind of depicted them as the bad guys, and... You know, so, uh, you know, and then they become wrestlers, and when they're doing it, they're trying to do a good job, and they ask the wrestling. Drag wrestling. Here they are. Here's the poster. I'm this has got to be hysterical. Yeah. I think it is. Hilarious. You're the one in the green dress? You know, you got, the one with the black dress got nice legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the one he, with he the leopard scarf. She's got beautiful legs. He would make a good lady, wouldn't he? Look at that face. Well, he has a beard. Well, if he shaved that, he would be a pretty... pretty He's got a great guy. pair of legs. Your legs are all twisted. What kind of pose is that? With your, with your, <laughs> with your, leg, your legs open with your knees hanging out? And your it's got to be awkward, right? Because I'm not really I, a lady. Wait, wait, where can I see this? We can't see it yet. It's when am I going to see it? Well, he has got to come down to Orlando. and. You're going uh, to 
theaters? Oh, I, I hate Florida. Are you going to theaters? I live uh, well, that's we don't have distribution on it yet, so that's our. You don't have a general release. Not yet, so we're going to use Orlando as a uh, catalyst to start building that momentum. It's I, I'll help promote it. I think I'll it looks awesome. It I appreciate it. You guys are Miley Cyrus fans, so her her younger brother Brazen plays our younger brother in the movie, and it's Miley sort of his introduction. Oh yeah, you just got to. Jimmy's got getting, Jimmy's got about what two million Twitters. Miley's got to have like 10 million Twitters. She's got more. I think she's got more. Like so she could get the word out really fast. Oh, yeah. Let's tweet, tweet to Miley and yeah. tell brothers in the film to push I'm trying her. To get, I'm trying to save her. Miley's half a lesbian, so she digs gay shit. <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody. So you want to like support Heels. We want to support Britt George and everything that he's doing. Make sure you tune in on TLC Monday nights for Too Close to Home. His first episode is this Monday, so we'll watch it this Monday. You got anything else we want to promote quick? We, we're almost out of time. Uh, hey, you know, I appreciate everything. It was so great to meet you guys, and nice. you guys are a riot. You're and when cool you get guy. when you actually get the distribution or it starts taking off, whatever, we'll bring you and your co-star and some of the people on. We'll do a show just promoting Heels the movie. How's that? That would be fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much. Would you mind if I set up a little booth in front of your house to sell lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> would you mind? And I could say, this is Britt George's house, and he made the lemonade. This lemonade <laughs> is Britt George lemonade. It is delicious, just like Britt. Send me, George, you know, cause, uh, do you tweet the tweet the uh, tweet the cover of the movie out so I can like copy it because for yes. some reason it's not letting me copy it off of my. And do IMDb, me a favor, put so it on, it. put it on Ron Russell show. I'll put it on there for on you. Face. No, I hate when you do it because everybody makes it look like you do it and I do shit. You know, I do this stuff and you get the credit. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to a divorce lawyer <laughs> this week. I am. Absolutely. The settlement's not big enough, but as soon as it comes up with the right number, it's a done fucking Also, you deal. guys, you want to make sure you follow Britt George on Twitter. He's I am Britt George on Twitter, which I love the fact that you did the I am in front of you. Does that mean there was another Britt George that took it There's or like something? 12 of them. There's like 12 other Britt Georges, so I had to come up with something. Toluca Lake, a very good friend of mine. The Black Dance, the two brothers in Hollywood. He's oh, not going to know. He's not well, that old. Wait, his name is, oh my, I'm very bad. Oh my god, famous. They're on Good Mo they're on the they're He's old. talking about people from movies from the thirties. From and the nineteen forties and fifties. Two brothers, dances, black fellas, fabulous. Oh, what was it? He, 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 he married on, the see. gorgeous showgirl from Las Vegas, who was a friend of mine in, in, in Toluca Lake. He's a baby. He's only 44. It doesn't matter. That Toluca Lake <laughs> is the size of your wang. Everybody knows that. It's huge. No, <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Doesn't everybody know? You could know probably everybody? fit two million people Don't you there. No, no, Toluca Lake is this big. It's a tiny little town. Oh. Yeah. Does Lansbury live up at the hill? You know, I think she did. Um, I don't know where she lives now. Um, she lived in Toluca Lake. Yeah, we we had some cool people. Miley lives here in the neighborhood. Uh, Steve Carell lives down the street. I see a lot of cool people when I'm out. Very, very popular. So does everybody like ignore each other? Like, no. or do you just say hi or... You uh, yeah, I, I'm the obnoxious one. I go knock on their door. It's the coolest <laughs> place to go trick or treating. As a matter of fact, there's some great videos, and it's really neat because, like Steve Carell, when he first moved into the neighborhood a few years back, he was out there handing out candy. Um, Eric Stone Street, you know, he wears a mask and he's giving out candy at his house next the, year because we won't, might not make way, it. The this cheapest year. house in Toluca. I can guarantee you a little shitty Hollywood bungalow on the edge of town, which is Burbank, probably goes for a million five. 
or am I not exaggerating enough? What do you no, think? I, 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 but I think it's probably just Los Angeles in general. It's no, just but the local so, lake is outrageously expensive. Outrageously yeah. expensive. Oh, not this Halloween, but next Halloween. Then I'm gonna dress up like a little kid and come to trick or treating, and you can walk. We'll put. We'll paint you silver like you're my dad, so I can go meet the people. <laughs> well, you go dressed as a little kid, and I'll dress it's as. Cool. A little <laughs> yeah. You know, there's so many creative people out here that they really go all out, like building haunted houses, and so cool. you know, it blew me away when I first moved in. Those they were giving out full size candy bars. I mean, when I was a kid, who gives out full size candy yeah. bars? Ever, one, one, one candy corn. You get like did one you, little teeny candy. Did bar. you ever? When I used to bring, see, I lived in Beverly Hills for a lot of years. I used to bring my kids from very little to the haunted house. You ever go to the haunted house in Beverly Hills? No. You've seen it? No. Is it still around? Yeah. It's it. Uh, some screwball during the 1930s built a crooked, cockeyed, wicked, haunted house to live in with a pointed uh -huh. roof and it. it I didn't see it. Yeah. You did it's so yeah. famous. Halloween. All the kids, Angie, Angie Voigt, my daughter, all the kids from the block, Darstay's kid, all of the big celebrity kids would gather. Talk about a neighborhood. Oh, my neighborhood was loaded. I mean, I had Barbara Parkins next door, Rita Hayworth across the street. No, I lived in, in on Spalding. Come on, it's great. Spalding off Gregory Way. Are you kidding? It's fabulous. Um, anyway, we all used to go to the haunted house, and it used to scare me. John Voigt would be with me sometimes, good old John. And we would stand there and say, you know, it's scary. Even John, big John Voigt would say, it is like a little, you know, earth-shattering because they had in the bushes voices come out and people saying things and then somebody in the window, a person, and it was wonderful. I love, I love Halloween. All right, so we got to get going. Well, All right. Next year, we're going to go to the Haunted House in Beverly Hills. All right, everybody, listen up. Follow I Am Brit George on Twitter. Like the Facebook page for Heels. And what, wait, what, what's, what's the Twitter for Heels? Heels the movie? Uh, at Heels Movie. At Heels Movie, everybody. So follow at Heels Movie. Um, turn into Too Close to Home, new Tyler Perry show Monday nights on TLC to see Tony and just to watch the show because you know if it's Tyler Perry, it's going to be great. And uh, check out his IMDb profile and go watch everything he's been in. Let's uh, support Do all the people. Do you have a private web page you could send us in privacy so we could see the movie? Um, you should. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> We're press. We're press. So press gets it for free. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. I'm in the process of uh, so send, getting that. I'm dying to see this friggin' movie. Yeah. So send it I'm to me. I'm excited to share it with you. I really am. I, I like y'all. And I'll get the word out to the gay community, and I guarantee in two months that movie will be a gay, a gay iconic hit. There you go. You gotta love it. So and also tweet the picture out so I can grab it because I can't but get it off IMDb. The, the uh, web page. So we could watch it on our computer. We'll get it. Okay. All right. All right. So everybody, Mr. Britt George, thank you so much. I am Britt George. You guys, he's awesome. Everybody, Another great everybody guy in the on chat everybody show. in the chat room like loves you. So say goodbye to the chat room. He's a good guy. You're going Bye, chat room. Thanks for listening. And we want to thank you for coming on. And anytime you got anything to promote, let us know. We'll bring you back anytime. And anytime you need anything promoted on Twitter, if you add me at the end of it, I'll tweet it to my millions of people. And with your attitude, with your attitude, you cannot go anywhere but up. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. That's true. Thank you That's so much. Say truth. hi to the wife and everybody yes. at and home. And have a safe, happy Labor Day. Yes, you too. You guys, too. Such a pleasure. Thank hi. you. My so pleasure much, Britt. too, Britt. Bye-bye. Bye, baby. Nice fella. What a nice guy. Nice guy. See, everybody on our show is nice. We have no bitches so far.
We have a great show. We love it all. We also got a bunch of people, uh, new people Is showed Drew up in the in chat there room. Yet? Okay. I don't see Drew, but I want to see Drew uh, didn't come today. Carnell, oh. uh, Carnell Alexander from Twin Radio is in the house, so we want to welcome Carnell. Hello, hello. Twin Radio rules, everybody. And um, Drew King, are you in came. there? He's not in there. I, he only shows you like five people at a time. So Come on, Drew King. Show us. But everybody there. like Brit George, everybody, his new film, Hills, is going to be coming out. It's starting to hit the uh, festival circuit. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's take a music break real quick. Let's do it. Let's do Let by Chaz Robinson. Let's go. All right, everybody. This is Let by Chaz Robinson, available now on all the digital download sites. Enjoy. <laughs> There's a melody that is on my lips I'd serenade with a good intent As it reaches out to a far off song It mourns within a lonely lull And it goes like this As a star crossed him So I let you go and I let you cry Let you leave this place, let you say goodbye Then I let the time, let it fly on by Let eternity not win this time Let the distance grow, don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home, I won't let you go Let your heart be sure As the void unfolds my heart implodes Once falling for us Now gone cold Dismantled by unchanging ways And can't be swayed in our last days And it goes like this Go. Let your heart be sure. Let 
So that was Chaz Robinson. His new album is called Chaz, and that's one of the ballads off of it. It's awesome. And uh, we also want to welcome Ike Avelli just joined our chat room. So hello, Ike. Yeah, but where are all the people? My cousin Chinzy is not there. My dear friend Drew King is not there. And they're every week. Are you, I don't know. Uh, Goddess, are you there? Yeah, Goddess is there. Who, what, her name is she using now, that bitch? I don't know, because th this chat room only shows like a few at a time. Goddess, so what name are you anyway. using? Honey, are uh, you there? I know what she is. I know what which is one she? is hers. I don't know. When she, we see it. When she types, we'll see it. Oh, I see. There's one there called Puta. No, there's not. There's somebody in the, in the chat room called Puta. No, there's not. <laughs> listen to him. Listen to him, Chad. Goddess, baby. So listen up, you guys. So Saturday night, we went to the Wells Fargo Center for Freestyle Explosion. And? And? Some of it was good and some of it wasn't. <laughs> totally. But the thrill of the evening was to embrace, hug, and kiss my Joya Bruno, who I am totally, totally crazy, crazy, madly in love with as my dearest, dearest friend. She was Jimmy's friend for about 18 years, and I met her through Jimmy and absolutely was captivated by her, her wonderful, loving, sweet, dear, open, beautiful heart. And it shows in her music. And I will go anywhere in the world, if she paid my ticket, to see her perform. I love you, Joya. If you're listening, bitch, you better be listening. Joya Bruno of Escapade. What is it? Not Escapade. <laughs> Expose. <laughs> I'm so demented. Listen, though, you they guys. really put me in a There was about 4,500 people there. We saw. No, 4,800. Okay, 4,800 people there. We saw Jody Watley. She was fabulous. Remember her? We saw. Send me, forget me nots, promise to remember. That's Shalimar. That's Shalimar. That's who she I is. I know, but. That she she, she made that, that she though. made that song. I know, but she didn't sing that song. No, but that's how people out there will know her. I didn't no, know who she was. They know her as Jody Wiley. She has. I had no idea. I never heard of a Jody Wiley. I know she had eight number one hits, biggest well, hits in the world. I remember so. "Promise Me, Forget Me Nots," "Promise Not to Remember," whatever the fuck the. So anyway, was. we saw Jody Wiley. She was fabulous. She looks terrific. I we thought saw, she was good. We saw the original cover girls, which um, I thought they were. They good. were a lot of fun. We also um, the lead was adorable. Of, we saw a little bit of Stevie B. We saw um, we uh, missed Noel. We missed Noel, but Noel, Noel was crazy on the stage. I know what the hell got into Noel, but when he was finished singing, he started screaming at the audience, "We need to revolt. We have to get rid of these two revolution revolution for these two people that want to be presidents. We can't allow it. Let's revolt. Let's have a revolution." And people were going, "Yeah, yeah, let's make a revolution." I thought, "What are we in Cuba?" And then we had uh, Lil Susie was there, and basically we liked the cover girls, um, Expose and and Jody Watley. And then after Expose played, we didn't see the last couple of acts because we went backstage with them to and the did green a great interview to make out with Joya. And we did a great, great interview. We had a lot of fun. Ron had never been to like an auditorium size uh, concert no, I before. Have. I have not, I not for her. Yeah, I was there for um, Peter Allen. I think he can't fill a stadium. What? 
Peter he Alex filled Rock of Rock, he filled Radio City Music Hall. I know that's only three thousand seats. Three thousand. Well, that's three thousand seats. Where we yeah, were. Yeah, but nobody filled twenty. It was only forty-eight. I know. So what's did. the difference between three thousand and forty-eight? Eighteen hundred. Eighteen thousand. No, but uh, but you had never been to like a big stadium thing. You told me you'd never been to one of these. But before. what do you think Radio City Music it's Hall is? Not a stadium. Is? It's a theater stadium. It's built like a stadium. Oh, it's not a basketball. It's not disgusting, smelly, and common like a basketball studio <laughs> station. Yeah, okay, he had never been to a basketball, football stadium But I also show. went to my buddy, Peter Allen, and I went down in the tombs of Radio City Musical, which is a trip. you got to take elevators. That would be fun to go to. And Peter Allen was, for those of you who don't know Peter Allen, is he was the most brilliant Australian singer Good friend, unfortunately, drugs and AIDS did, did, him, did him in at a very young age. He was married to Liza he, Minnelli. He was married to that bitch, Liza Minnelli. And um, anyway, Peter Allen sang that night Rio, Rio de Janeiro. And he came down from the ceiling of Radio City Music Hall in a pink 1962 uh, Cadillac convertible. He came floating down. Peter Allen made entrances like nobody. What a performer, what an entertainer. That was an evening I will never forget. So after we went Love to Peter. after we went to see the show, then we went back home, and then the next day we went, we got up and we drove and had breakfast slash lunch, late 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 breakfast brunch. Well, we went to the after party and got hammered because it was a great after party. So we nobody got home till like three or four in the morning. Joya certainly wasn't getting up at lunchtime at breakfast time. So we met for lunch, which was good. We were hungover, but it was not. You know, I like those lunches. Ever go to lunch? After a night out in the club, and you're sitting at lunch, and you can't order because your brain's not functioning yet, that's what it was. And so, you guys, too, Joy is going to be on the 80s Afterglow cruise. It's 80s80s, afterglow.com, February 12th through 19th, 2017. And if you reserve your space before August 31st, which is today, the last day, you get a discount. Right uh, on it, and it should be a lot of fun. It's a seven-night Caribbean cruise. With and we're going to try to make with the it. ladies of Glow and Joya Bruno. We're going to try to make it on that cruise if our calendar allows. You know, we're all slaves of calendars today. Even people not in show, and bi show, and bi show business. <laughs> showing, showing business. Not even people in show business. But everyone lives by a calendar. And if our calendar allows, we most certainly will be on board with our friend Joya and all the other people having a ball. So come on the cruise. You'll meet Jimmy and I and you'll meet Joya. It's going to be a lot of fun. Not like love meeting it. me is a big deal. And, but, we, you know. and we did a, a really cool interview with Expose, and I'm working on it now, trying to get it uploaded. And uh, it's got concert footage. We, con we we taped the whole concert. It's really great. So I think you guys will like it, and it'll be coming up soon. And Lynn Shore, your, your um, interview is still in the works. We just haven't had a chance to do all these interviews, but as soon as we can, we'll have it up. On and Friday the, night is the last episode, the last, the, the last time you can see Happy yeah. 50-ish right now at the Triad the Theater. And they're getting great, theater. great reviews, and they're sold-out seats, and they're doing a beautiful job. They, you know, added some new stuff to it, which is hilarious. Uh, it's a great, great musical. Oh, it's at the Triad Theater. It's it. at 7 o'clock on Friday night, 158 West 72nd Street. To get tickets, you can go to happy50ishmusical.com or dial 888-596-1027. And as I said, as soon as that video is done of the interview, which is funny as all hell, we'll have it up for all of you to see. It'll be in our Roku channel also. By the way, everything that we do is in our Roku channel. Just go to Roku TV. And look for the Jimmy Star Ron Russell show. Go in, look at the menu. There's like a zillion, you know, interviews to watch. 
hit the one you want, sit back, and have a good time. There you go. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You always got to have fun. What do you think? And Chad, what do you got going on? You're talking about this weekend? Yeah, it's a, it's a holiday no, weekend. I'm talking about last year. Hmm, this weekend. <laughs> of course, the Thursday down at uh, Fort Lauderdale on the beach. Uh, Friday, we're at Anchor Inn. And I think Sunday, we're at Old Key Lime House. And Monday, I'm working. Oh! Where oh! At the radio station. Oh, where are you at Fort Lauderdale Beach? Um, What's it called? Uh, Aruba Cafe. I love that place. Is yeah. that still around? Yeah. Aruba Cafe. We used to go there like 30 years, 20 years ago, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's right on the beach. You can go right from the oh. restaurant onto the sand. Right on the water. The, yep. the ocean the, the ocean bring the sharks in. The sharks land right in your plate, and you eat the shark. All right. Well, that's simple. Well, actually, right now, they're doing the whole uh, turtle thing. So uh, when you go out there, all the lights are off on the beach, you know, and all the turtles are making the way out. Chad, right. do you eat seafood? Ron doesn't eat seafood. Um, Not as much. Ever since BP and Fukushima, it's like, yeah, I'm not real thrilled about seafood, but I still do. Okay. You know, eating fish is like eating an ancestor. <laughs> really? It is. Because we came from the ocean. We all were fish once. And then the aliens came down and they got the fish and they put their DNA in it and made the fish become humans. That's why we all look like fish. I don't buy any of that BS, but sometimes I'll have some shrimp and calamari. Yeah. There you go. You got to like love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a new T-shirt for Christmas, I suspect. It's Giorgio. My, my Giorgio. Right. It's not that I'm saying it's aliens, but it is aliens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You kind of look like uh, Rod Stewart today, Ron. Rod Stewart. Yeah. That's awesome. Rod I will Stewart's fucking hot. kill myself. Oh, shoot. Rod okay. Stewart. Did I say Rod Stewart? I didn't mean that. I saw Rod Stewart <laughs> on Rodeo Drive getting out of a big white Rolls Royce convertible. Yeah. He's about a foot and a half tall, about three pounds. He's the ugliest thing with the biggest nose. He's got bad skin, bleached hair, all like, ugh. Oh. Oh, Rod, I'm never speaking, like I'm never well, speaking to you Last night, again. I stayed My up bad. till two in the morning watching Spartacus with uh, the other guy Kirk, he looks Kirk like. Tony Douglas, Tony Curtis. Curtis is yeah, okay. Rod Stewart? Sorry about that. I no, they're saying you look like... Armani. I got to I got to get off the show. Now. The I have to go lie down. Giorgio Armani. Giorgio Armani is good, <laughs> but I have yeah. to go lie down now because you devastated me. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, destroyed Chad, my inner soul, Chadler. Rod Stewart. Hydrate yourself. Hydrate yourself. That's funny. Oh, my face looks sunken. <laughs> Hydrate yourself. Hydrate. Has nothing to do with your face. Fucking Rod, Rod Stewart. I mean, no offense. He sings like shit and he looks like shit. I like him. Oh come on, that that album he's got out of love songs hold me my embraceable one oh what a hot legs one of the best songs ever oh please do you think i'm sexy yeah very that's good so sexy rod i'm gonna rape you when i see you again on rodeo drive (laughs) meanwhile he was with this tall skinny beautiful girl very tall skinny long his wife is tall and skinny she's a supermodel what's her name her name is bianca (laughs) I forgot what Rod Stewart was. Who married Bianca? Bianca who? Bianca, the model. Big Rock and Rod married Bianca. What's this one? The one I love that died. Red shoes. Get out those red shoes, baby. What's his name? Falling from Grace was his movie. I love him. David Bowie. Wasn't David Bowie married to Bianca? No. No. Who's married to Bianca? I don't know. Chad? Don't know. I have no idea. You don't know, Chad? And you're in music and you don't know? 
Bianca? Who was Bianca anyway? Who's Bianca? She runs America, Penny Lancaster, Rachel Hunter, and Alana Stewart. Rachel Hunter, I remember that one. And who was who was who married Bianca? Who, I don't know who Bianca is. Bianca's famous. You don't know who Bianca Bi- Jagger? Mick yeah, Jagger that's her. who it is. Bianca Jagger. <laughs> hey Chad, Bianca maybe Jagger. we should try and call our guest because what time do you have? I don't know if she knows to call us. I don't know, like nineteen after, eighteen after, something like that. Yeah, she should be calling. Let's see. Could you? See, can I you know find her? Too. If you can Bianca Jagger. Is Jagger still alive? Yeah, of course he's still alive. <laughs> he's the lead singer. He's old. He's old as I am. And he's still jumping around in tight jeans. Why not? Well, you wear tight jeans. I know that, but I'm, you know, me. <laughs> I get away with it because I have a nice ass. You do. You do have a nice ass. Thank God I don't have an old man's ass. You know how old men got those flat, wrinkled pancakes? I still have like a, like a, like a, a black person's butt. I do. I have like Johnny Mantis ass. Like a Johnny Mantis ass. Yeah. Mantis Johnny Mantis is still gorgeous, sexy, and fabulous. My honey bunch, I love him. I would have been lovers with Johnny Mantis in a second if he ever he ever wanted me. I met him a few times, but he didn't want me. Chad, is she there? I believe so. Eileen. Hi. Hi. Can you hit the video button on your phone on your computer? There you go. Let's see if that works. If we get you in there, and we'll get you in here. There we go. Hello. Can you hear us? I can, Len. Uh, the face looks a little familiar. Okay, hold on. We have to do our intro. Go, we have to do we the work We have to do an now. intro now that we know that we have yours. Just make sure the you kind of like speak up familiar. so we can make sure everybody like uh, everybody can hear you. But we're going to do our intro so that way we've got it for the video, okay? You got it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulous, outstanding, super cool Eileen Shapiro. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, and thank hey, you. It's oh, good. We can hear you good. Let me uh, let me introduce you to everybody. Since he wants to talk first, I'll introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hi, Eileen. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good to have you. Then we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, chat room. There you go. And now I want to introduce our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, darling. I think I might know you. Uh, I'm going to give you a name. His name is Bobby Denard, and he's a famous ice skater, and he had his ice rink in Islip, Long Island. Do um, you know Bobby Denard? I A flaming don't. queen. She had blonde hair, false eyelashes. I used to use the excuse, I just got off the ice. That was like a week ago. <laughs> she, she you know what? I'm going to tell you something. You look really familiar to me. Of course, so. I black hair. I used to go to the bunkhouse. Are you kidding? Really? I, oh, cool. I used to go to Kiss. In Ronkonkoma. Oh, my I, God. I used to go to the bunkhouse. I used to go to the coachman. Remember the old coachman? I used to play dogs. I was not living in Long Island at that time, but I've heard stories. Right. Now, um, Hang did, on, wait, did you ever know the woman that owned the pink house or the pink something in the Hamptons? It was a lesbian bar? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I forgot her name. So Ron, Ron lived in Long Island for oh, a long time. Wait a minute. Wait. You mean the countess? Yes. Yes. I, I, yes, I did. I knew her. Um, I went to her parties, and that was in um, Port Jefferson in Beltaire. That's exactly right. And she was dear friends with Bobby Denard. We used to go out to the Hamptons to the Hayloft. The, no, the, not the Hayloft. What was it called? The bar that burnt down. That wonderful disco, and next to it was the oh restaurant. Oh, my God. Um, swamp. The Swamp. The Swamp. I used to go to the Swamp. I used to go to all the fairy bars. That's a big fairy. <laughs> well, yeah. We're the, we are... We are the only syndicated uh, 
gay married couple television right. and radio show like on the planet. So we have not been killed yet. Well, and we're actually <laughs> we're actually like married. And I want to give a shout out to you, number one, and we'll talk some about your book. But I also want to give a shout out to Mike Todd from Get Out Magazine, who you write for. You write for Get Out Magazine, right? I do, and I love Mike, and he told me all your secrets. So. Oh, he told you? Yes, we worked together for many, 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 many years in Florida. He left Florida before I did to go up to New York. I want to hear so, the secrets. I'm so happy that he's doing so well, <laughs> and the magazine is doing so well. It's really, like, exciting. And um, So, hey, Mike Todd, Mike Todd, hello, Get Out Magazine. You write for Get Out. You write a lot of cool stuff, and a lot of cool people you've interviewed, which we've had on our show. Uh, yes, so I know. I know. And we have some of them coming because one of the people that you interviewed is Fran Drescher, and she's coming on in like three weeks or so. She Love so Fran. Sweet. She's so sweet. Love and her ex-gay husband's even more fun. He's already been on our show. He's been on. Oh, us. my God. He's, he's the best. <laughs> Marcus, Peter, Peter is fabulous. But Peter Mark Jacobson we're talking about. Yes. Fran mm -hmm. Drescher is my, my bubbler. She's my Franella. I love her. She's so sweet. I went, she's on, a, a, she's I went on like a mini cruise with her and, and, and her, hus her ex-gay husband, and it was amazing. It was very, very Manhattan. It was very cool. You got to like well, you know, she, she, she lived one town away from me. I, I was born and lived in Brooklyn. Then we moved to the country, which was Astoria, because back when Lincoln was there, it was country. <laughs> um, you know, it was, we had a, a lake across the street and goats, so it was very country. Anyway... Fran and I, we sound alike. If I really put my accent on, I try to curb it. People say, you sound like Fran Drescher. And I say, well, we came from one town apart. She was in Flushing. We used to go to Flushing to pick up the girls when we were young because we heard all Jewish girls blow. No, they don't swallow, though. They don't swallow, but they blow. <laughs> I'm sorry, they don't. It's true. So all the Italian guys got in the car and we all went to Flushing looking for Jewish broads who were going to put out because all Jewish broads put out. And I love those stories from when I was young. Of course, none of it's true, but this is maybe possibly. But this Honey, is it's all true. It is true. <laughs> I, was gay. I was gay, so I wasn't a part of that. Let's go in the park and pick up the girls and bang them. I was like, let's go talk about their nails or whatever, you know. <laughs> Oh, I love your pedicure. Who do you go to? Yes, exactly. Pedicure. <laughs> so, like, so where are you from? I am from Brooklyn. Are there you kidding? Go. She's one and of I'm, And I'm one of those Jewish girls that used to put out. But <laughs> I, I really never swallowed, I swear. She, she, she's, she's, my, she's my lansman. Are you kidding? We're both from Brooklyn. Where, where, where are you from? I was Red Hook. I was Canarsie. Okay, and then we moved from Red Hook to uh, Montague Street up in the Brooklyn Heights. We got oh, fans. I lived on Montague Street. Oh, you, we, I lived on Pineapple. I lived and on Columbia. Montague. Pineapple and Columbia. Did you know my mother and father's house they bought for $3,000 back after the war? And we could have, if had we owned it, we could have sold it for about $40 million because <laughs> that's where the lighthouse is, the big, big. Oh, huge, my God. You know, the building that's on our property. We could have been so fucking rich. My parents were so stupid. <laughs> she sold it for like 20000 and thought, ooh, we got 20000 Ooh. You man. know what? I'm in love with you. <laughs> I'm in love with you. You got to so, like I, I have to know you because your face looks familiar. Do you know Blanche Ingram? Blanche Mil Milgram, the hairdresser? Lana Goodman? I don't. You know what? I'm not really that good with names. Like, like when you go to Fire Island, no one really knows anyone's name. They just know people, and they well, just we all have fake names, you know. Exactly. My, my Jane after Jane Russell. All my gay friends call me Jane. They never call me Ron. 
I'm going to call you Jane from now on. He used to perform. Well, they call me Miss Russell. He was Miss Russell. Miss Russell, they call he, me little fuckers. He, he used to perform as Jane, as Jane Russell. Russell for years. That's he how you made traveled it. Traveled all over the, the, the country, and he did it in his own singing The only time I ever played Long Island was the Treehouse. If you remember the Treehouse. Park. In Merrick? Oh, my gay soulmate lives with me. He said it was in Merrick. <laughs> what, Treehouse? It was in Merrick? Could hi, be. hi, gay soulmate. <laughs> and I also, I also Colin. Say hi, Colin. I also, I also played at the San Susi. I guess the San Susi is gone. You have to be old. I'm 76, so you have to be old to know all this shit. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. I, oh, well, I wish he's, I he's 76 years young. Doesn't he look fabulous? I wish. He I wish. looks amazing. And whatever, whatever doctor he goes to, I want to go. <laughs> no doctor. Just marry Jimmy Starr and be totally in love. Meanwhile, ask your friend if Jimmy was a big whore. Uh, <laughs> was Jimmy a big whore? All Jimmy's a horse. All Jimmy's a horse. All Jimmy's a horse. But I do know his secrets, and we'll talk later. I promise. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, I don't. Want uh, actually, are you are you on Twitter? Because I tried to find you on Twitter, and I couldn't find you. I am under the bunkhouse something. I am. Uh, the bunkhouse. Now, where, where are you now at this? Don't give us your address. Do you have us where you are? I'm home on Long Island. You're on Long Island now. I am. What town? Uh, Middle Island, about 20 minutes away from the ferry. Oh, I'm always out there. My dearest friends in the world, Teresa and John, they live in, um, where the fuck do they live? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Jimmy, where is it? Texas Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai. Okay. Mount Sinai. Five minutes away. Exactly. So the next time we go out, we're going to call you. And if you're available, you'll meet us at Terry and John's. They have a fabulous, we go to their son's house. He's in Miller Place. He's got a big, big house with a gorgeous swimming pool. And we'll sit and schmooze and talk about all the old days with the fags on Long Island. I love it. That's bad. My daughter lives in Miller Place with also a big pool, so. So we'll all be in the same neighborhood. But Bunkhouse was not my favorite club because it was a little raunchy rough. I was more of a she-she queen. <laughs> you know? It was raunchy. It was. But and it was in a good way. Didn't have a back dark room or something? Um, not when I was there. They, and you know what? If they did, they probably would not have let me in it. Right. <laughs> Wait, let me ask the gay soul mode. Did they have like a little dark room back there or something? Yeah, well, they had the basement. Oh, yeah, the basement. Yeah. The that basement. Wasn't, that wasn't my speed. I was very much, you know, champagne, cocktails, and bullshit. That's what I liked. I liked uh, to date. I was never a hump. Well, we redid it, and it was kind of fancy after that. Well, what year is now? I'm talking 80-something. No, this was um, 2007. No, 2007. That, that, I was already in California. That, I was there earlier, way earlier. I went, I've been, I went there earlier. I, I went there for like 20 years before I owned it. But you do look familiar, and I know that I know you. I do. And, and your face looks familiar, and I know that I know, but I don't know you with that color hair. I have all different color hairs. I think I know you. I think I see blue and purple. No, but it's pink. Blue is a little pink. Yeah, but there we go. I'm basically a blonde, so when you asked me like to do all these mechanical things, like with Skype, I just wanted you to know that I'm blonde and I have nails. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, you're doing pretty good, though. We've had a lot of other people come on who you would think like Skype all the time, and like we have all kinds of problems, and you popped up right away. I hey. connect, but I know her. So right. let's okay, but let's. Do, move do you forward. know a guy named Vic? Vic used to be a waiter at Illusion, uh, was it the bar uh, in Huntington on Huntington? In Huntington, uh, maybe. What was maybe. it? What's it called? Illusions. Illusions. Or something. Um, Vic. Vic was a blonde. He, he was really a brunette. Eclipse. 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 
Eclipse? Thunders. 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 She has a book. Well, she's here. We're I know. We're going to talk her about her. It's got to be interesting. <laughs> All right. She's got a brand new book, everybody. It's called Precious Little Devils. Tell us the premise and what is this book about? All right. Well, the premise, it's really hard for an author to, to tell about their own books, but it's actually about this young girl who goes on this amazing, thrilling quest and adventure into stardom in the music business. And she's in a band and she gets selected for a, a national reality show, like a competition, like okay. The Voice, something like that. And um, she also has a band, and the band is, of course, gay. Hey, you got to love that. Of course. And it, it has, have, the band has um, a drag queen guitarist. And anyway, so she goes into this adventure, and she meets an 80s rock star who's their mentor. And the girl and the 80s rock star fall in love. And he has a lot of issues, some medical, some psychological. But Tell us the whole book. Just give it, no, just give it too this much. is nothing. This is just nothing. This is just like a little premise. No, it's okay. It has a million great characters. Um, I like the wacky shit. That's why people buy books. Well, right? the people <laughs> that read it, which are mostly gay men for some reason. I don't know why, but so far... Um, they they want to see it become a movie, and they're even like casting the script already. So it's it's kind of cool. It's colorful. It has heart. It's dramatic. So where do people get Precious Little Devils? Um, they can get it from Barnes and Nobles, or they can get it from Amazon. Oh, you you're go. nicely published. I love the accent, honey. You know, when I lived in California all those years, I was talking about Israel, Nate, get the ball, and I would vomit when I heard myself on playback. So I would fly to Brooklyn. And go see all my Brooklyn friends I grew up with and say, forget Bada, what's going on over there? What did her say? What did she say? Tell her to get over here. Ha, huh, you over there, what are you doing? I love that. I, I love that song. too. <laughs> love it. But I can't, unfortunately. Because I, you know what? I love it when you're gay. I love it even more. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's how, you know, if you hear me in my real world when I'm tired, <laughs> you know, when you're tired, your accent comes out and yeah. it's like, I'm like this over there. What do you want over here? I, already, I'm gonna. I, I want to do it. You still do it now. I'm not doing it now. Now later, I'll do it. Not now. And that's how it is. So wait a second, though. So you wrote a book on Star Trek. That was your first book that became a bestseller. Star Trek the movie. Star Trek the. Star TV Trek series. the yeah Star Trek. Series. I wrote the um, Star Trek medical reference manual. Which is amazing to me that you like wrote wrote that out, and the fact that it became a bestseller is even cooler. Um, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but like just the fact that you did it is a, like a really cool. So thing. wait a second, Star Trek bought it? No. Valentine Books commissioned me to do it, so it was already bought. It was already like oh, I wrote for a magazine, a Star Trek magazine first. There's no big moolah there, darling. Um, there might be now, but there wasn't then. But it's okay. Yeah. Bullshit! Oh, <laughs> like build like your name, that. so then you've got Precious Little Devils that's out. But you're also a writer. You've written for the Huffington Post. You write for Get Out magazine. You've interviewed some amazing people. 
I'm gonna just go down some of this list and like I think I got I don't I didn't write everybody down but I wrote the people besides Fran Drescher the people that are cool and plus some of them I actually like know but you had Andy Lennox Cindy Lauper Brooke Shields Melissa Etheridge who's coming on our show Jennifer Hudson Leanne Rhymes Deborah Cox who I've met Taylor Dane who's been on the show Jody Watley's actually on our record on the record label I work for. Um, Color Me Bad, I'm friends with the guys from Color Me Bad. O-Town, I'm friends with them. Mary Lambert, Spandau Ballet, Rick Springfield, Fran Drescher, and 98 Degrees, and I'm friends with Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. You know what? He's a very good friend of mine. He's a really nice guy. The nicest guy ever. And he's like, there's all that strip stuff, like that fun strip stuff, you know. Uh, I've interviewed him several times. <laughs> you know what? So who do you... Do you have a favorite out of all these? Like, because these are all really like A-list people. These aren't like B-list people. Can't these ask are that. I always say, never ask that question. You put them in a very bad spot. That doesn't matter. Everybody still got a favorite. Anybody says the rest of them are never going to talk to her. That's not true. Okay, yes, give it me is, top three. Right? Top three like people. No, just people that you enjoy. She they loves be Fran Drescher. That's Who are it. Some of the ones I'll that say. I do love Fran Drescher. I love Rick Springfield. I love Danny. L you know what? I love them all. I can't. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't. You know, I love them for different reasons. Yes. All right. I mean, Annie Lennox is as elusive as a as a unicorn. I, I mean, I'm, I've been very lucky. Something happened to our video. You guys are disappearing. I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to refresh. Hey, Chad, how do I refresh it? And I thought I was blonde. Okay. No. The dog must have hit it. Yes. Oh, okay. Fucking dog. Now my back. Yeah, you're back. I know. It has to go no, higher. Go yeah. higher. Get a little lower. Yeah. There we go. That's a little higher. Hands, honey. I like those big hands. Hey, he's got big hands, all right. They <laughs> say big fingers. <laughs> big, big, big nose, big hose, big feet, big knees. All right, Chad, you got us now, right? It was the <laughs> I don't have you still spinning. Try to refresh or turn how it off. I, turn how back do I on. refresh it, Chad? Why would well, happen? Well, turn <laughs> off the video icon and then turn it back on. Okay, hold on. You can right, keep talking, Chad, though. Is that true? Okay. Big, 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 big nose, feet, big, big hose. I, yeah. Exactly. Chad never answers any of those questions. You got to see what Chad looks like. He's this muscle-bound, handsome hunk. It's still falling down. There Why we go. It? I got you back, but uh, it's not give a it good a, angle. Give it Viagra. Okay. It'll go up. Okay. Ron, are you a size queen? Am I a size queen? No. No. No, actually, I'm a romantic. Oh. I live in another world. I live in the world of yesteryear. Um, I never really hopped into sacks quickly with people like my friends did. I had to get to know them, had to get to have some feelings for them. Whatever they had, they had. It didn't matter because I cared for them. But I never chased a big piece of meat around a bar. Never. I mean, I looked, but never chased. Aww. I don't know well, why. There's I a lot of sex in my book. Just. Oh, I, so I, I would well, like you second. to autograph a copy and I send mean, it to me. I had a lot of sex, but I also had a lot of boyfriends. I was famous for like going out with 30 men a year or something. I mean, I really... They're all laughing in this. Uh oh Maybe I really do know you. It's true. <laughs> no, yeah. I hate to say this, but when I was 17, 18, 19, I would be going out with Joe, and in that evening, I'd meet Bob in the, in the restroom or in the closet or in the restaurant. Then I'd go out with Bob and meet Ed. Then from Ed, I'd meet Steve. And that everywhere I went, guys were hitting on me. I was really good looking when I was young. I looked like Tony Curtis. I was really a handsome guy, black hair. You know, good looking young. Now, eh. But, you know. Are you hot? You're no, hot. sucks. Time sucks. Yeah, he's hot. But I used to go. That's how I picked him up in the mall. I used to go all over and get picked up. So I never really had to cruise the bars or, or ask a friend for a date. There it goes again. Give it Viagra. I told you. The thing keeps the dog drooping. Has to be down there. No, 
She is. She's sleeping on it. Randy, get the fuck off my house. <laughs> oh, let's see the dog. She's a rescue, and she's a um, uh, uh, old English sheepdog uh, terrier. And she, her name is Brandy. We named her Brandy Star, and we're teaching her to be civilized. We only have her like six months. Come here, Brandy. Aw. Fabulous. Okay. We have to go back, though, because I want to I, I make sure we're like getting in some good promotional stuff here for her. Yeah. Here hey, we wait a minute, Jimmy. I, I, you know what? What? I think I know some of your husband's boyfriends. You probably do. You probably do. What's the TV guy you that know you something? went out with? I went out with a guy, Eddie Shapiro, from the Bronx. There you go. <laughs> did you, no did you, relation, did you, but no, the did, dog is so cute. She cute? She's Eddie gay. Shapiro was a hairdresser, and he worked in Forest Hills and Guys and Dolls. Right across from where Alexander he used to, he used to, used to be. He did hair also when he was younger. He was a hairdresser. He, he was did. a hairdresser. He I tried knew to everybody be a dancer, on Long Island. Now skater. I can't think of a friggin' name, but I knew everybody on Long Island. I was pretty How, popular. Okay, so have you lived in New York your whole life? I have. And you know what? I think that I'm inviting the two of you to come to my house in Fire Island. How's that? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, we would, I would love, love to come. It. Jimmy's never been. Meanwhile, <laughs> listen, Eileen, I haven't been to Fire Island in a long time. I heard the Cherry Grove sucks. It, I mean, not sucks. It does, really. But I oh, mean, it stinks. That it's not literally. What it was. <laughs> it's not what it was. When I went, we used to put on big straw hats and sunglasses and lipstick, and we used to all run around the Cherry Grove, carrying on and calling each other Bertha or Isabel or. or <laughs> we used to have a ball. Now I heard they're all tattooed, speared, and like stoned and and crappy. Is that true? Well, it's not all true, but now the name is Mary. If you call Mary, about a thousand guys look up. No, my, my, in, my, in my day, you know what the name was? Mei Ling. Mei Ling. <laughs> we all called each other Mei Ling. Bobby, Den you have to know Bobby Denaro, uh, Bobby Denard. She lived right where the ferry boat goes to Fire Island. That was her town. Do you know her? Bobby Denard, the ice skating she's queen. She's old now. He's talking about somebody she's who's like in, her, she's like in her 80s. He's and, in his and 80s. And he, he had his ice skating studio was in Ronkonkomo. It was Bobby Denard's skating school. Hey, Colin, come stick your head in and say hi. Yeah. See you. Come on over, Colin. He's almost naked. Is that cool? That's cool. We got. We, we don't we, care. We, we, have, have, we have a lot of fairies. Hey, how oh, you doing? I know this one. <laughs> Let me see your face more. I know that face. <laughs> so you met him in the basement. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait. You, I remember. You're the one that had the vibrating penis. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. <laughs> <laughs> He looks familiar now. Now he does. Did you know the owners of the swamp? That gorgeous guy with the gray hair, who I forgot his name. Do you yes. remember? Yes. And he died very whatever. Yes. I'm heartbroken when he died because I had an eye for him. And I went out there one time with one of my boyfriends, and he was hitting on me big time at the bar. And I was trying to get rid of the boyfriend. That's what I used to do to to sort of hook up with him. But the boyfriend was like a lavalier around my neck. He wouldn't let me go for a minute. And I was pissed off about that because I really didn't like the boyfriend. He was just a date. He's like a hick from Smithtown. Who the fuck goes out with anybody from Smithtown? I mean, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, my business, I'm from New York City. I went out with Milton Berle. You know what I mean? Who goes out with... <laughs> what guy did I go out with? Oh, I went out with maybe, you know... No, you're too young. You're too young. My I was 17 years old and I was going out with a 30 five or seven year old fella who was absolutely the most breathtaking man in the world and he was on as the world turns as a hospital what are general, those? Hospital, general hospital one of those soap operas and his name was Casey Michaels and I used to run home from high school 
LIC to watch him on television. And I'd say to myself, oh, I'm going to be with him tonight around 9 o'clock. And I used to get so off from watching this guy on television. It is a dirty story, so everybody, if you don't want to listen, don't listen. You have to hurry, because i got other stuff okay. out of time. I had never balled him, and I had a girlfriend at the time, and he said, Ron, you got to get off the fence. You either got to go with your girlfriend and be straight. So I go up to his apartment for a romantic evening, okay? He's in a white terry cloth bathrobe. I walk in, he opens the bathrobe, wraps it around me and kisses me. Suddenly, I felt like a jackhammer between my legs lifting me off the ground. I, couldn't, I could not believe or imagine what was doing. I, I looked down and saw what was going, and I said, Casey, what is it exactly you do? Are you a top or a bottom? He said, I'm a top. I ran out of that apartment so fast, down the stairs, didn't even take the elevator, and I was crying because I liked him so much, and I knew I could never be with him because that would be physically impossible. Now, I'd like to meet him today. <laughs> I like when a man admits he's a bottom. I really do. I admire that. But that's 16 years old, you know, what, what I was like. And I ran out of that freaking apartment. So, so, okay, let's go. So I bet a, you a friend there wouldn't have run. I bet you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he just ran now. <laughs> he looks like the guy from Yellow. I don't know what that means. But anyway, let's go back. Okay, so Precious Little Devils, you guys, has a Facebook page. I see you've had a tons, tons of book signings. Is there any book signings come up that we should promote? Do you have any other ones coming up? I don't have any right this minute, but... Um but you let me know when you set them up so we can try and get people to come. So you let me know when you set them up. And Eileen, send me your cover of your book. I can get it right now. Send of it to Ron Russell's show. What is my, what's Facebook called? Ron, huh? What's just Facebook's just Ron Russell's show, right? Yeah, look, I have it right here. See? Ron Russell. There you go. Precious Little Devils. All right, send me that cover on I'm my. Gonna send you, you know what? I'm going to send you the book. Yeah, I want you to send yeah, it. Yeah, but the I book. need to put it on the cover so I could promote it. All right, I will. Sure, and, we'll get. Um, I'm gonna. Say, I'll say, I want to do you. I oh, mean, now on television. <laughs> I, what I'll do is I'll send. Oh, Lee, I'm getting done. Go away. Okay, wait, wait. No, I'll send <laughs> Lee. I'll send Lee an email saying to give you my email, and then you, uh, and then you get the email, and that way we can contact directly and not go through through her. I don't mind going through Lee. She's the best. She is uh, the most relentless, fabulous PR oh, person in the I, world. I, but if we're going to like oh, get wait, stuff wait. back and forth, like, she can be included in all of Eileen, here's what, here's what I want. I want you to get your boyfriend there to take a picture of you holding the book. Then okay. send it to Ron Russell's show on Facebook. You'll automatically go on my main page, which goes out to thousands and thousands of people, mostly gay. And I will write a nice article about your book telling all the gay sisters and brothers to go out and buy the fucking book. Period. Thank you. It's fabulous. And you'll sell a couple of hundred thousand copy, copies. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Well, all the fags in Palm Springs will buy it because they worship me. <laughs> I worship you, too. They, yeah, they'll, they'll do what you, I, too. you know what it is? Like I keep saying on the show, it's going to be so boring for our fans. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass, and I tell it like it is whether you like it or not. So. Well, you're fabulous. You're cute. And no. Jimmy, you're okay also. Okay, thank Jimmy's you. Hang on, wait. You know I'm gonna read this. Eileen and I are from Brooklyn. Eileen, tell I'm from Joy, Florida. Joy or Bruno, we were with yesterday for lunch. Joy is from Brooklyn. No, yeah, she's not from New Jersey. Jersey. Forget about it. Brooklyn. Eileen and I are from Brooklyn. <laughs> All right. Know her though. You got you know the band Expose, right? I don't. Point of no return. I mean, they had like all these huge dance hits in the like late eighties. They oh, were yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, absolutely. I, we went saw them in concert Saturday night and had breakfast or lunch with them on Sunday. 
and oh, have fun. Uh, hang on, you guys. Okay, real quick, if you guys go to Amazon, one more, one more plug because I don't want Leah to get mad that we're talking about everything else when I told her we would promote your book. So I want to get one more. Like so here it is: a salaciously romantic portrayal of rock star competition meets the 1980s through American Idol, The Voice, and Glee, all rolled into one with a twist. Brooklyn and the Precious Little Devils win a spot on a brand new rock and roll completion mentored by Tristan Bondage. What a name, Tristan Bondage. Uh-huh. Tortured ex-post-punk idol that once was, and then the unthinkable happens. The storyline and characters fused with gay drag queens and heartfelt emotion become contagiously addicting, causing laughter, tears, and a quest for more. And you guys can get it on Amazon.com. It's only fourteen ninety-five, so go for it and get it. Now, listen, Eileen, don't bullshit us about coming to Fire On. No, I'm serious. But this weekend... No, come here. I wanted to go to the, in the house with Colin. He's going to invite you right now. Colin, come on to Fire Island. Okay. <laughs> can it's I, a five bedroom house. You'll have fun. Naked? Do I have to wear clothes? Yes, you have to wear clothes. Only sometimes. Okay, sometimes it's good enough. But listen, <laughs> we were going to go to the Poconos for the weekend because I'm crazy about the. Have you ever been up to the Poconos? I have, I have. All the way, all the way up. I mean, by the lake and the waterfalls, almost Canada is gorgeous. So I would much prefer to go to Fire Island because it's on my list. <laughs> no, it is on yeah, my list. didn't say she's inviting you this weekend. No, no. I'm just saying, to, I, listen, I'm not going to stay with them. I want to be with them, and then we come home. I can't stay over. I got the dogs. I got responsibilities. He likes to take long trips for a day. We Literally, we'll leave at 8 o'clock in the morning and get home at like 3 o'clock in the morning of the... The next, you know, the last, day. The last ferry still is 11. We're there. We're there. Wait, is the <laughs> last ferry still 11? No, it's 2 in the morning. Oh, they changed it. Years ago, it was See, 11 He hasn't been there in a lot. I've never been to Fire Island. I haven't Island. been to Fire Island in 30 years. All right? Tell last, that he will love Fire Island. Even though it has changed, he's still going to love it. Uh, he's going to love it. The last time I was in Fire Island, I was at the home of that dressmaker, the designer who died of AIDS, the big famous one. What's his name? Calvin Klein? No, no. What's his Halston. name? Halston. Halston. I was at Halston's house, I think, at the Pines. Colin, you know your shit, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're Honey. like a cyclopedia. He's gay. Come on. <laughs> Halston. Of course Halston was gay. Everybody knows no, that. No, he's talking about Colin's. No, he's talking about Colin. <laughs> And that was the last time, and I went there for a big, big party, and I'm trying to think of who, I went with a very famous person, and I can't think of who the fuck it was. Oh. Who did I she go said, to? I don't know, but she, in the chat room, they're saying that Colin looks like Boris Blank from the group Yellow. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. All right, we gotta go. We've only got like 30 seconds left, so here's what we're gonna I do. I can't think of Everybody, make sure you get Precious Little Devils. We want to thank Lee Runchy from Chrome PR. We definitely want to thank the fabulous Eileen Shapiro for coming on the show and for her helper, Colin. And thank Irene, you, Colin. Irene, 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 listen, you're going to be my friend. Eileen, not Irene. I said up. Okay. okay. We're going to be besties. Absolutely. No, I want you to be my friend. And, honey, when we move to Palm Springs, I want you to come out and hang with us and all the fags out there. Oh, I know all the big ones out there, all the famous ones. I can't give their names like George Hamilton, but I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> all, I love you. All the biggies will party our asses off. That's all Palm Springs is, is one big gay bar. It'll be a lot of fun, everybody. Eileen, thank you so much. Also, one more time, we want to thank Lee Runchy, and we want to give another shout-out to Mike Todd and Get Out Magazine. Everybody, if you're in New York and you want to know what to do, get Get Out Magazine. Okay, and after the show, let's give phone numbers, darling. She's going to get it through. I'm going to get it through her publicist Okay, now. and give my private number, the one I never give out. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, all right thank Eileen. you, guys. Colin, bye-bye. I love you. Bye.
Bye, bye. All right. Thanks I love so much. Her. She's fabulous. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show today. We've got some great talent coming on next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chad, thank you so much. Later, fellas. Chat room. Have a good time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you later. Thinking, what are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie. The one and only the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one I wanna be. Jimmy Star, new celebrity. We'll take you out.